Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Friday, the 13th day of October, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning, my name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine, our podcast, as well as the stream, Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, and on social at Listen to the BS on the YouTube at the Bailey Show. Yep, Friday the 13th. You heard that right. What a great day to travel. <laughs> and uh, on top of that, we get, what, a solar eclipse this weekend? Yep, tomorrow. Uh, let's add in a few thousand crazy people on American soil chanting nonsense uh, and threats. So this is a great weekend to go to Vegas. Oh, oh, by the way, let me add on to that, too, uh, a guy that's not a big fan of flying. So all that. Uh, yeah, but you won't be up long this time. So. Here, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but a waning crescent moon. Okay, so none of that nonsense. It's a it's a wait. Well, either way, don't look at the damn thing. It's still. I mean, it's just. If I, you know what, I've I've got stats on Friday the thirteenth, which I'll get to a little bit later. Hmm. But like one of them is that people actually change their plans on Friday the thirteenth because they're so superstitious to the point where the United States and businesses in the U.S. lose an estimated. Eight hundred to nine hundred million dollars each time. I could see that. That's a lot of money I to lose. No idea. People are that yes. superstitious. Superstition's real. I mean, yes. like, call it what you want, but if you, you know, I think it's more real. Again, I, I hate to, to to divide the guy girl thing, but I would say it's more real for guys, especially guys mm. that played sports at any time in their life, because superstition and sports go hand in hand. I With, can believe that. that without a doubt. I mean. I remember back in the day, day, you know, wearing the same pair of shorts under my football pants, <laughs> never washing them until we lost. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Ew. Gross. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I could not have done I knew, that. I knew guys that would uh, not wash their socks if we were on a heater mm-hmm. because it's superstitious. Yep. I guarantee you if you'd have washed those socks, it would not have mattered. You no, shut your mouth. Superstitions are all in your mind. They're not real. I'm so shocked that you buy into superstitions, Bailey. Uh, well, you can't guarantee it because you don't know. I mean, there's I, – look, I, I'm pretty sure there's probably no scientific proof behind superstition. There's not. <laughs> but it's, again, no different than the Bigfoot stuff we've been talking about this week, the aliens, uh, you know, UFOs and all that other stuff. If you've got no actual proof in front of you, but you still believe in it, you can't tell somebody that it doesn't exist if it existed to them. It's all in your mind. Oh, you break a mirror, you're going to have bad luck for seven years. You break a mirror, and then you get a flat tire, and you're like, see, it's because I broke the mirror. No, it's because you rolled over glass. I I would like to meet, or actually just talk to, a text would be nice, the person that was the first, or a descendant of the person (laughs) that was the first person to come up with superstitions. I'm sure... Friday the 13th does not come from the movie. The movie no. came from Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It was it was way before that. But there's got to be history behind all this stuff. 
especially Friday the 13th. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you want to look it up. Yeah, well. We got four hours to kill. So uh, there has to be some type of goes back to medieval times type of story for Friday the 13th, I'm assuming. So anyway, um, yeah, obviously there's uh, you know that going on today. And if you're superstitious, then I'm with you right there. And if I, you know, to be honest with you, I'm going to Vegas solely for one reason. And it's it's not to gamble. I mean, even though we will gamble, but I'm going to go see Papa Roach and Shinedown. Right. Nice. And so uh, this was the only, like, when I saw the guys get together for this this tour, because they've been doing different things throughout the you know, last year or two, I was like, well, I'm going to go see the fellas. And I was like, well, where are you guys at? They were in Arizona last night. Jacoby had texted me late last night. And he was like, well, because I said, I'll see you in Vegas. You know, a lot of times you say, hey, look, I'll see you somewhere and you just don't go. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice thing to do. But I was like, no, really, I'm going to go. Uh, it gives me an opportunity to go to Vegas. So same with Brent. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. This will be cool because this will be my first experience living in Sacramento to only get on a flight for an hour to go to Vegas. A hop, right. skip, and a jump, right? This, this is going to be neat. This is a total weekend trip. Like when you live on the East Coast and you go to Vegas, weekend trip is not a good idea. It's just not, it's not it. It's not cool, right? Because you're not used to the time change. So if you're living on the East Coast and when you go to Vegas, you want to make it no more than four days. Like you can stay for four nights and leave on the fifth day, but Ooh, that feels long. That's, it does because that, it's expensive. It, that's even a little, that's pushing it, you know? So, but if you go on a Friday, and you leave on a Monday morning, mm-hmm. you know that's that's good. That, yeah, that's what I did. That's that's good. Uh, you know, Tuesday might be pushed. I mean, like I've been in Vegas before, and t- literally the ATM machine have a skull and crossbones come up and just say stop because you kept pulling so much money yeah, out. Kept pulling so, there's, there's not a there's not a, as a gambler there's not a worse feeling being in a, in a casino, especially like one that's not packed. Like there's not. You know, a lot going on, the music and the, the sounds and stuff like that. And you're on the phone with your bank saying, hey, look, can you up my withdrawal limit? <laughs> well, sir, you know that at midnight you can. Re- yeah, I understand that. But that's three hours away. And I'm literally I got my seat saved. I got 15 minutes before I got to get back. <laughs> that's the worst feeling ever. So anyway, will you make good on a conversation that you had with Brent from Shinedown Bailey? in which you said you would be there with a sign at their show. Will you have a sign when you see Shine Down? Oh, probably not. What was uh, the sign supposed to say? Yeah. You're, you're a liar. Yeah, I am. What is the sign you supposed to say? You were supposed to say, will you play, uh, you wanted him to play Last Resort. You said, "Could you guys? would you be guys be able to do that? Oh, when I did the Odyssey show. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, well. Great he, conversation. Here, I, here's the thing is, so uh, there's two songs, one from each band that, uh, like uh, I love, I mm-hmm. uh, absolutely love, but they very rarely put it in the set list. So I'm waiting. <laughs> I've got this all planned out. So I, I brought it up to both of them before, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, it's you know, it's a lot of shtick. You know, when you hear people being sure. on the radio, you know, you say things, and everybody's happy and cool and everything. You know, just makes everybody you know seem happy. But anyway, so there's a song by Papa Roach. Actually, we have it in our outro called "Not Listening." It's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Papa Roach songs, or just songs in general. I absolutely love that song. And they very rarely, if ever, I don't even think they've ever, they might not have, what did he say when he came in? He was like, every once in a while we'll throw it in there. Uh huh. And then with Shine Down, there's a song called Better Version, which was on their first album. 
that when I helped launch those guys, we did this you know radio bit where their record guy came in and we talked about it and it was like, yes, we're going to let the audience, you know, allegedly the audience pick mm-hmm. the, the first song to be released. And, you know, when I bought into it, because like, I was fairly, I was kind of, I was new to the rock radio world. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I'm going to control this new band in the first song. <laughs> and so uh, it was Better Version, Lost in the Crowd, which eventually was released, and then Fly, which was their big first song. Uh-huh. And all great songs, but Better Version, I just love the songs. I love the lyrics and that. They never play that song. So I'm waiting until later on today <clears throat> to post the picture when I get to the airport with my wife. And I'm so heading out to Vegas to see... Pop Roach and Shine Down. <laughs> Hope they keep their promises and play. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Nice. Throw those two in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to prematurely do it. I wanted to do because these guys work day of. Right. Like they're all day of guys, you know, because they're so busy. They got mm-hmm. people around them and whatnot. So uh we'll have not one but two pair of tickets for Daltrey and Scott Stapp. They'll be in town early next year. So uh we'll do that with Game of Tones uh, at eight o'clock. And then we'll also have an extra pair at 9. Uh, Daltrey was at Aftershock this past weekend, but he was also in the studio, uh, not with us, but just at the, the radio station. Mm-hmm. He was doing this thing for everybody. It was really, really cool. And so I brought him in the studio to do um, some silly stuff for you guys. So it's going to be called You Don't Know Daltrey. So we'll have two opportunities for you to win the, the tickets for uh, Daltrey and staff. And then on Monday, we start giving away cash to you guys, $500. Um, well, no, not cash. Can't say cash. Money. Money. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't say. So that's the thing with it. So it's 500. We were having this conversation in the hallway the other day with, with a few of my coworkers. It's like, I understand that, you know, legally why you can't say that. So mm-hmm. we're not doing it now so I can have that conversation. But starting on Monday, I can't say you've won $500 cash, but I can right. say you won 500. So I was sitting there kicking around like, what are all the terms for the substitute for cash? Mm-hmm. You've got bucks. You've got dollars. Yes. You've got Benjamins. Yep. Dineros. Dineros. Cheddar. Cheddar. Mm-hmm. I don't, is it is it dinero or just dinero? Is it dineros? Do you I plur- say dineros? Is it? Do you pluralize dinero? I do. do you, you know. Well, I'm not saying you do. Right. I'm saying the right way to well, do. Well, I mean, people would say that it's thing. a catch twenty twenty. It's a catch twenty twenty. Gatuses. That's one that I never heard before you, Bailey, and I like that one. Gatuses, duckets. Where'd you get that from, Gatuses? I got it. What's that? It's duckies. Uh, No, duckets. Well, duckets is one. I've never heard duckies, but duckets I've heard. I've never heard duckies. But Gatuses, where'd you get that from, Bailey? Gatuses and duckets I learned when I was going to school in North Carolina. Okay. The good old boys used to say that. I'm going to have the Gatuses. Gatuses and Duckets. No mm-hmm. one, you've never heard that? I've never heard, not before you, Bailey. Was it's a fun word to say. It is. Try it, put it in a sentence. Uh, we going to get you these Gatuses starting Monday. We, we going to get you these Gatuses. Mm-hmm. We, we going to get you with Desi Gatuses. Oh, okay. You, you don't have to. <laughs> I did, though. I mean, I know I you didn't like have to, but I did. Like, I know there's a black Nelson. Is there now a redneck Nelson too? Yeah. Oh, you want to get them Gatuses? We, we get, them, get we you. Get, them we gonna get. We ain't gonna get you them Gatuses. You can just spit it out. You can talk normal. <laughs> I try, don't know that I can't. Just try it again. Uh, we would like to offer you Gatuses. Okay, now you're now you're mocking me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not Gatuses. I don't like being mocked. I'm, I'm not. Mocked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impersonation. <laughs> Mocking my Gatuses. I would never mock your Gatuses. I'm a fan of your Gatuses. Anyway, how it'll work, uh, and this goes on for like ever. So starting on Monday, there'll be like two opportunities a day, I think, for you to listen to a song. We'll tell you what the song is. 
you know, it's, it's. I mean, it's not reinventing the wheel. So mm-hmm. it's like you'll hear the song, and then you're like, call her what? 18. 18. Mm-hmm. You win the 500 cheddars. Yes. <laughs> the 500 cheddars. I don't think that's correct. You'll be you'll be offered the 500 ketuses. <laughs> Dollars. You'll be, yeah. you'll be offered the 500 ducats. With everything being said, Friday the 13th, even if it weren't Friday the 13th, even if we didn't have any seriously confirmed threats, even if there wasn't a solar thing going on Mm -hmm. with the moon, whatever, even if these things weren't happening, and this is new for a lot of you here in Sacramento, and I don't know if you function like this, but because I am a little paranoid when I travel, a lot. And I have to be prepared to regulate. I'd like to introduce you to how I travel every single time I get on a plane. Mm. There has to be a checklist of certain things. Oh, my God. He's not joking. <laughs> I know. Yeah, th- This is the thing is every time I've, you know, different audiences I've told, you know, I say this and I say it often and people get used to it. They think it's a bit. They think it's crazy. It's they think not. it's not real. It's very real. real life. Very few things you'll hear in the show. Not real. Might be embellished, but definitely they're real. You know what I'm saying? So tell you how to travel. This is how everyone should travel, mainly guys. Always should travel on a plane post 9 11. All right. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. Yeah. Laugh if you want, but this is how I travel. <laughs> Nikki, do you remember? I know you have to wear a belt. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know you have to wear closed toe shoes. Yep. I know you have to have, uh, what's the other thing? The belt, the shoes. Uh, you Jeans, don't wear, right? um, you don't put headphones in. Uh, that's not That's not true. That's not part you of it. You wear headphones? No, always sit. I know oh, you have your medicine. Always, well, yeah, that's that's nothing. Uh, sit on the aisle. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta, oh, gotta, sit on the aisle. That's Got to sit on the aisle. And why is that? Okay, in case I have to regulate. That's that's. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. In case he has to regulate, in case something goes down on the plane that requires him to spring into action, because he's not going to sit by and let anybody take down a plane that he's on. No, no, I mean, even if you want to get crazy, like just stand up and say something. Now, truth of the matter is, who knows what would happen if it actually happened. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> every single, you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the the big thing was uh, on the internet where how many times a week do guys think about the Roman Empire? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a thing. I this guess. is your Roman Empire. This is my Roman <laughs> Empire. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And, and so, like after, of course, I mean, it all goes back to nine eleven. But after nine eleven, uh, I, I was reading a Maxim magazine, and they had in the Maxim magazine a a, a piece that was written by like a ex-special forces guy, you know, like what you can do and how you Mm -hmm. should travel just to always be prepared, you know, and I was blown away. I'm like, God, this guy's so smart. Who would have, who would have thought about taking the, I don't think they have them anymore though, unfortunately, but you know, the magazines that they would leave in the pocket, you know, like, Oh yeah. Sky miles Delta, Mm -hmm. you know, you can shop and pay ridiculous amounts of money for goofy stuff (laughs) magazines. And it was like, well, if you ball that up, it's like a brick. I mean, you if you hit somebody with a balled-up magazine, that can knock them out. Mm-hmm. Like, brilliant. You know, why would you not board a plane with a full bottle of water? That's a weapon. You can use that. Oh, also the um, the the koozie-like type cups. You gave me that idea recently. If you take those with you on the plane, have water in those, 
Those are really good weapons. Yeah, especially if you have the handle. Oh, yep, which I do. You know, and then you can (laughs) fling it up. Mm. And so every time, you know, I do not like to fly. I do not like to fly. I I just don't like it. I wish I did. I don't. And it it stems from, uh, because when I was a kid, I flew all the time. My first stepdad, you know, the abusive one, he was a captain for an airline. So we flew all the time. I loved the bumps when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Loved the thunder, the lightning, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, but it, there was a, there was a situation. I was going to visit my girlfriend at the time I was in school in North Carolina. She was in South Florida and we were at at the airport. I was flying into like West Palm or or something like that. And everything was fine. The flight was fine. And we just kept circling the air, uh, the airport. And we were going, you know, I mean, we were up there for like an hour and we're like, what's going on? And then finally the pilot comes on and says, Hey, there's some bad weather that we can't land. And I'm looking around going, what are you talking about? Bad weather. And as soon as I looked out the window, that damn plane dropped. I don't oh. know how far. I mean, it was like, woof, to the point where the little mass things came out. Oh. The the luggage, a couple of the luggage things came out. Luggage, I mean, it was bad. Did you get the mask on? No. no. I mean, by the time, you know, like, you, you when that happens, you, you just, it's a flash. It happens mm-hmm. so fast. And, you know, when the pilot, like beforehand when we were, we were circling, this lady next to me, I started getting a little weird and she could see it. And, you know, it was an older lady and she says, oh, son, don't worry. I fly all the time. We're going to be just fine. I was like, I hope so. And uh, I had my hands on the seat in front of me. And by the time this whole thing was over, which was only a couple seconds, I had broken the seat. Oh, my God. You know, where you can push the button mm-hmm. and it comes back and, mm-hmm. and it locks. I, I When I got off the plane... The seat was flapping. I broke it. I pulled it back. And the lady next to me had dug her fingernails into my forearm. For being scared. Yeah. That has never happened to me luckily on a plane, thank God. I would be freaked out, too. So you can see how I have plane PTSD. absolutely. So you add to that Friday the 13th, being a superstitious Mm -hmm. person. You add to all the crazy that's going on in the world. You know, and uh, you you, you add uh, the solar thing that's happening this weekend. It's just a bad recipe. It's just ugly. It's just in your head, though. You're going to be fine. Even though you prepare every time you fly to regulate, you've never had to. I'm ne- well, there's you've a couple, never had to. A couple times I almost needed to. Not really, but I thought I needed to. Oh. In your mind. In my but mind. But you did not need to regulate. It was completely fine. Because you know damn well everybody walks on a plane, you pick out your team, right? Mm-hmm. You look at yes. guys look at each other in the eyes, go, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. All right, red team, blue team. You know, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yes. Guys, when it's time to let's roll. You want to know there are some people. You do that too when you get on a plane. For sure. And I'm not a regulator, but I am picking out as I'm walking back who is it that's going to step up when it goes down. Oh my gosh. I never even think about that. I'm just trying to get to a window seat. And then and then you look around and you profile and you go, he could be a problem. <laughs> I don't go that far. I'm keeping an eye on 12D. <laughs> I don't go that far. <laughs> I almost never even know who I'm on the flight with. I don't buy into these new rules. I, I, I get on a plane, <laughs> and I look around, and then if I'm seated before, you know, maybe half the other, I'll stand up, and I'll go to the restroom in the back, and I'll walk by, and I'll look at everyone. You go out of your way to do all of that. Absolutely. No way. I never even know where the bathroom is on the plane. Absolutely. <laughs> And I'll even undo my belt so it's easy to take off. I'll just slide it off. Now, I do like the belt thing. When you when you explain why you use the belt, explain to people why you need the belt. There's a couple different reasons. Uh, one is if the bad guy, you know, for whatever reason, I'd wait till they walk by. I'd come up behind him, put the belt around the neck, pull him down to the ground. Yep. 
and then detain them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I got to go one on, and you know what? I say all these things. I'm not trying to be a tough guy because God knows <laughs> you're I, not doing it. I, <laughs> I don't know what would happen. I really don't. But in my head, I'm the superhero. You know, right. it's, it's You're happening. You're the regulator in your head. So I'm not trying. Please don't get me. Like, <laughs> don't think that I'm trying to be this, you know, like badass because I'm really not. But it, it, you just never know. Right. I just want to be prepared in case I do have to possibly be that guy. Uh, and then, you know, you can whip it. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, God, like Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if they've got some type of sharp object, you wrap it around your forearm. Oh, because you have to get into, like, a, a knife battle, yeah. And use it as a shield? Yeah, he has all the things that you need to do with a belt. I'm like, uh, I never travel with a belt, but these are all really good ideas in case I need one. Imagine he gets the opportunity. He actually whips this thing out like a whip. It comes back and hits him in the eye, and somehow he chokes him, his own self out. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else has to step over him to save the day. <laughs> he would never live that down. Uh, he probably wouldn't even come back and tell us. Or, or the bad guy's laughing so hard, he's like, I just give up, man. Never mind. Yeah, this is not going to work. This, this is not how we planned it out back at the, at the laboratory. This is crazy. <laughs> this guy just knocked himself out. Nah, it's not... People feel sorry for me. All right. And his belt says book wagon cover. What a joke. But so I t- I'm taking two belts with me for just a weekend visit to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got a, a dressier skinny belt. And a regulator and, belt. And a thicker belt that I've had since I was 17 years old from Oak Tree. If anybody remembers that store, Oak Tree. What belt do you think I'm, ta- I'm wearing? You're going to wear the big, thick one from Oak Tree. Absolutely. Because yeah. you got to regulate with That's that. my ride or die belt. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it's. That belt to me is like Indiana Jones hat. Mm-hmm. It is always with me. Oh, okay. I was like, what's the? And you just never know if you have to like swing. Yes, you know. That's why you want the thick one, right? You know, if I go to or zip line or zip line, a zip line from if, a plane. Well, to another plane, an adjacent plane, because the terrorists are coming in oh and they've got the plane gosh. side by side, right? I watch too many movies. Or if somebody needs a uh, tourniquet. Look at you. I didn't even think of tourniquet. Oh, like, somebody need a tourniquet on the plate. Because there's been a stabbing incident. <laughs> I'm going to cut off the blood. Once, one, he wraps it around his arm so he doesn't get stabbed, subdues the threat, then tourniquet wow. on the victim. I bet you I wouldn't have to go to these classes uh, anymore at the FBI. <laughs> this happened. And I'd be teaching the classes. You absolutely would. Yeah. You know, they say a tourniquet is more effective than pressure on a wound. They've done studies now. When I get down to the ground, Gina and the crew are waiting for me with black SUVs, blacked out SUVs. Oh, going. Sure. Got a debrief. Agent, confetti. Agent Wagon Cover, come with us immediately. <laughs> we need a debrief. We need to debrief. <laughs> Actually, I need to change my briefs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first round of uh, headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where you may see tiny houses popping up and why a mom is angry with Harry Potter. All right, two big stories from today getting you learned with your first round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. What did you just send me, Nikki? Duckies is another word for dollar or money? Yes, because earlier you guys told me that it was not, so I just wanted no, to... No, 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 no. I didn't say it was no, not. No, no, no. I just never heard it. No, no, no. Neither one of us said it was not. You said it was not. You said it's duckies or ducky, whatever you duckies. called it. Duckies. No I, no, I said I've never heard of duckies. I used duckets. Mm-hmm. I never said... 
I don't know. Why would I say that? Can I don't I know. I just want to make sure you guys know that I was telling you something correct. Okay. Well, I never there doubted you go. that. Huh? I never doubted that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, all, you're all freaking out over nothing I'm not over there. I'm freaking out. I just wanted to show like, you Like, out of all, anything you could research on this show, you just research your duckies. <laughs> if any work you could have done, that's what you had to do to be prove to be right when nobody even told you you were wrong. Show's never going to work. I'm telling you. There you, you. go. Uh, first round of headlines, good guys, heating and air. Big thanks to the good guys. 530, good air, best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Go ahead. SAC is still working on a master plan for the unhoused. H1. Back in March, the governor promised 350 tiny homes for the city of Sacramento, saying they could be ready by this fall. Obviously, that timeline has not been met. Uh, the tiny houses are not going to be ready by this fall. Unfortunately, the governor has said some paperwork issues or something like that has held up the tiny houses, but they are still planning to put 175 new tiny, house, tiny houses in Stockton. And the plan is to have the unhoused come into these houses, get themselves together back on their feet, and then move somewhere permanently. Where, where are they put them in stock? I mean, are they going to put them right next to a neighborhood? Well, it's, it's going to be near... Fruit Ridge Road. There's a bunch of land apparently that's over in that area that mm-hmm. they'll be able to just sit them on. Yeah, but you wonder if the you know if there's any neighbor. There was talk about doing something like this by our neighborhood, and I was like, don't you think you should clear it with the people that live here? You know, I'm all for helping mm-hmm. people, giving them a hand up, but you know, it's like you know, you can't just move an entire community of people to another community that you know didn't ask for it. Or didn't expect it. You know what I'm saying? So well, they're kind of everywhere right now. So I, you really don't have a choice. What, the of, homeless? Yeah, they're everywhere. It doesn't well, matter where you live. The, the problem is, from what I've been told, you know, is is when, when Sacramento went through the COVID run, there was nobody working downtown. So if you're homeless and you need a place to stay that's warm, that can protect you from the rain, especially since, you know, had that bad rain, you know, when we got here about a year ago, mm-hmm. you're looking at parking garages and so on and so forth. So again, still a lot of remote working. If no one's using it, look, if I did, if I were homeless and nobody was using it, I'd move there. Yep. You know, so there's certain pockets. And now that people are going back to work, you have to say, all right, what do you do? Now, we live in a, well, I'd like to think, civilized world. Not everyone that's homeless is uh is is a is a bad crazy person right they're just you know a paycheck away from getting back on their feet mm-hmm. for whatever reason and you know, oftentimes they say that some most people are two paychecks away from being homeless absolutely it, you, absolutely mm-hmm. you, you are correct i've done a lot of work with different organizations i've learned a lot about people that are in that situation and it would just astound you you cannot just paint these individuals with one brush that is extremely unfair and extremely untrue mm-hmm. you know so i applaud them to try to give them a hand up to get them back on their feet and back in to civilization you know what i mean there was a similar initiative that i saw happening where these families were living in uh, the extended stay hotels because they just they didn't have enough money to pay like their first month rent to move in an apartment. And so the city came in and said, we're going to help these families give them whatever this grant money was to pay their first and last month's rent. And people were on their way. Yeah. Well, that's what you need. This one real quick, just this one organization I used to work with um, back in Orlando. It was the, it was the whole hand, uh, hand up theory. Mm -hmm. And what we would do is, is what they did was they built this almost compound. So it wasn't just housing them. Uh, it was getting them in a classroom to teach them about how to put a resume together, get them some good clothes so they could go for a job interview. A type mm-hmm. of rehab, basically. Yeah. Exactly. There, there, there was a, um, 
um, a, a grocery store that if they qualified, I mean, pennies on the dollar that they could feed their families. Mm-hmm. And I saw numerous success stories from this organization. Mm-hmm. So I'm all in on the hand up. Mm-hmm. The handout, I'm not a huge fan of, but the hand up, I'm a huge. If you want help and you want to get back on your feet, right. which I think many of them do, then if 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 the government, you know, Just I have no problem with my taxpayer money doing that. Right. You know, because all that's going to do is add to the workforce. Absolutely. And they probably and they probably want to work <laughs> more than more than other people. I can oh, tell you that. Right. And right? some of them are working. Yeah. All right. Second story. A mom says Warner Brothers must pay up. H2. In a legal battle that's casting a shadow on the world of wizardry, Warner Brothers is under fire for a replica wizard wand that allegedly caused a terrible injury to a young child. This mother says she bought one of those Harry Potter brown replica wands, but on the end of it, it's an actual pen, a writing pen. And her older son was whizzing it around, and the piece that goes at the end for the pen flew out of the wand into her three-year-old's eye. Uh, He's Mm. almost blind in that eye. He's had to have several surgeries. So she is suing Warner Brothers for $8 million for her son. Well, did he unscrew it? Did he unscrew the, the end? end of it? Yeah. No, I think it's one of those, like, they probably popped out because it's a pin at the end to write with. So I, I'm so thinking it's just when like he was. fit in there based on size. Mm-hmm. So when he was probably waving it around, it just popped off the end. Yeah, but maybe, it, you know, I don't know if we know the whole story. We like, don't. You can't just go sue everybody because. You can't. These are kids. They're playing with. I mean, you get a wand, it might go in your kid's eye. There's just certain toys that you know are dangerous. It doesn't matter what. If I knew well, I could get a paycheck, God, I'd be. <laughs> All the injuries I had as a kid with playing with certain things. Exactly. I mean, everything from chewing gummies, but chewing gum in my eye for whatever reason. Like, which eye would you, if you had to pick, which eye are you going to lose? Well, no, it, I did do it. I mean, I'm not making that up. No, I, I'm I, literally so, saying that, though. If you knew you were going to get $8 million, is there a specific eye or you just let be dealer's choice? I don't know. My eyesight's about to go. Just pick one. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give me a couple million dollars, that's fine. I'd, I'd just really be kind of badass walking around with a patch, don't oh, you think? Oh, my God, yes. Are you kidding? <laughs> and then a great story. How'd you lose it? Harry Potter's wand. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I got in a fight with him. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was auditioning for a role. Oh, my God. They and, haven't responded back, so we don't know if they're going to pay or not. I, uh, they'll settle. They'll settle. Yeah, they'll get money. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is Friday the 13th. A lot of superstitions. If you are superstitious... You want to get in on this next conversation? Love to hear what you are superstitious, I guess, for, against, mm-hmm. about? About, probably yeah. is correct. 916-909-0985. You'd be amazed at how many Americans believe in Friday the 13th and the superstition that comes along with it. You guys want to take a guess before I tell you? Like the percentage? No, like the number. Of actual Americans? Yeah. So 250 million. 250 million Americans, Nelson says, fear Friday the 13th. Nikki? Uh, 100,000. 100,000. Two totally different sides of the spectrum. All right. Tell you who's closer. I feel like I went a little too high. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm not closer without going over now that I hear it out loud. Spoiler spoiler alert. No one's right. (laughs) All right. Give us a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. On social, at Listen to the BS. And this week, a good influx of people asking to be approved to be on the BS 2 Peers Facebook page, our mm-hmm. private Facebook group, where you can join a really, really 
good community of individuals with the exception of maybe three. <laughs> three strong ones. <laughs> three strong. Right. Uh, so you guessed 250 million people, mm-hmm. million Americans fear yes. Friday the 13th, yes, Nelson? Most mil- most Americans. Most Americans. Mm-hmm. And Nikki D, you said 100,000. 100,000. Okay. An estimated 17 to 21 million Americans have the fear of Friday the 13th. That's too many. And it can manifest in many ways from refusing to fly on this day, which I'll be doing here in a couple hours, uh, which another thing is my flight was booked. I mean, I don't know if anybody's read this. (laughs) Nobody got the memo? Yes, stat or not, but there are many seats left. uh, Or not just leaving the house at all. So that means maybe calling into work sick Mm. or not doing something. I have a full schedule of things to do today. Nobody ain't got time for that. Uh, other superstitions from around the world. Uh, the number one would be knocking on wood. Everybody kind of does that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Out that, of habit. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like kind of a thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. Not, you know. Well, knock on wood. Get my. I, I get the. I get the <laughs> results back in about an hour. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Right. Or don't you knock on wood if both of you guys say something at the same time, so you're not jinxed? No, mm-hmm. you just say jinx. Yeah. Okay, I thought you had to knock on. Uh, wood. The knock on woods to get rid of bad luck. The knocking on wood superstition is a modern take from medieval times where European churchgoers would touch wood. Uh, the church's claimed was from the cross. Touching the wood. Wow, if you go out, you're single and you're going out to the bars tonight, you got to do something with that. Touch wood. Are you superstitious? I am. You might want to touch wood. Take a look down. Well, it's interesting you bring up the cross because you had asked earlier, Bailey, to look up how this all ties together, like what some of the earliest... Superstitions were? Right. Well, it goes back to the Last Supper. It's one of the reasons. So there were 13 people. 13 people at the Last Supper, uh, uh, Judas being the 13th person. They say it was on a Thursday. They think it was on a Thursday because they believe the crucifixion was a Friday because by Sunday he was risen. Oh, so here's the thing on that. If you're a non-believer and you still do Friday the 13th superstitions, guess what? You're a believer. You're a believer. Uh-oh. Just yeah, like if you it. celebrate Christmas. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You eat a candy cane, you're eating the Trinity, right? You're a believer. Yeah. The so. candy cane's the Trinity? Uh-huh. That's why you have the three different... Are you making that up? I really believed you, yeah. you son no. of a gun. Why? Would, yeah, I woke up this morning going, I'm going to really throw in the Trinity. There's only two colors on the candy cane. No, there's a, there's a light red. There's a there's a dark red, a light red, and then there's the white. It's not about. There's three colors. It's not yeah. about what you woke up to do. It's I've witnessed in real time how quickly you can come <laughs> up with stuff. With a straight face at uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. No, I'm telling you. It's, there's, <laughs> there's truth to that. I learned I never that, heard the candy cane thing. learned that in Catholic high school. The evil eye is another superstition from around the world. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever complimented something you own only for it to later be broken or ruined? Some superstition, superstitious folk might say that it was the evil eye at work. Is that the eye that's in the triangle? Is that what they're talking about? No, no. that's just the... Oh. Like a Templar thing. Yeah. I don't know what this evil I think is. I've never heard of it. I don't either. To guard against such disastrous <laughs> it's, it's gazes, a, people in Turkey. Yeah, these are from all around the world. So what is the superstition? The evil eye? What is that? I I, 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 I don't know what that is either. It's I like guess. somebody said, oh, that's a really nice sweater. And then all of a sudden their, their jealousy of the sweater caused the sweater to be damaged later. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you spilled some ink on it, or you tore it, caught on a nail as you were coming around a corner or something like that. Well, just think, just when you know, you think you know everything. Exactly. I don't know anything about Learn that. Learn about the evil eye. Evil eye. 
Oh, that's good. All I know is somebody look at you funky. We call that the evil eye. Right, or the side eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the, the side stink eye. eye. We get the side eye all the time from our mm-hmm. dog, Henry. King Henry will look at it. Oh, he gives the side eye. Oh, yeah, we got it I've on tape. I've never seen him do that. On TikTok, they call that the bombastic side eye. Oh. Mr. Bombuskin. Mm-hmm. fantastic. So the evil eye is really going to affect Nikki. Because now she loves herself some compliments. Mm-hmm. Nikki D loves herself some Nikki Gotta D. Gotta watch out, right? yeah. So she goes out there. Somebody compliments her, right? You're gonna get. She's not going to believe them. She's going to become me. DTA, oh, no. don't trust anybody. Oh, because they're evil eyeing me. Yeah, well, it's something bad has to happen afterwards. Mm. So I don't believe in superstitions, though. Well, you will when somebody compliments your nice sweater today. And say your breasts look voluptuous through that well, sweater. Well, hopefully they won't say that. Well, They'll not around here the they won't. No. In this room they will. <laughs> no, yeah, we tell you like it is. Tell you damn well around here they won't. Yeah. You get you get in trouble for that. You can walk around and drop the f bomb all you want, but you talk about voluptuous breasts. Don't do that. You're going to. I don't even know where you go. Black cats and birds. We've all heard of that superstition. Mm-hmm. Have always been a bad. Uh, they've got a bad rap, especially around Halloween. Uh, their allegiance to witches is where it comes from. In South Korea, crows are even as uh, seen as bad luck, possibly uh, with death, bringing oh, death. Yep. Here, too, people, when you see black crows, uh, say that it means death. I remember I used to be part of these superstitions when I was younger, and I remember the first time I said, these things are stupid, I'm not doing it anymore, a black cat goes across my path and I'm in the car. Normally, I would turn my car around, reverse back up. This time I said, I'm done with these superstitions. I stopped. I took a breath and I drove right across where the cat was. And guess what? Nothing. Car bad caught on happened. fire. No, oh God, no, nothing bad happened to me. Car flipped over the bridge. That was the day we lost Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> this is really not. This is this is Mickey D. This oh no! Is, this is a clone. It's not. I'm oh, here. No. Yeah, I would always justify the black cat, and I'd be like, I could have swore I saw like a little white on its. Put <laughs> the white on the paw. <laughs> <laughs> We put a lot of faith in superstitions yeah. and and stuff with animals. You know that I don't. Th- here's a really interesting story, kind of a, a side note here, but uh, look it up. There's a guy on YouTube about the heifer, and this is kind of plays into what we're seeing on the news right now. I mean, if you really want to dig in to how crazy the world has got in the last you know couple days, and uh, and take it back, you know, in, into religious history. Look into the story of the unblemished heifer uh, and then what is going on in the world today. Your mind will be blown. I'm not saying you got to believe it. I'm not saying I believe it. Uh I'm just, and the only reason I know about this is that when everybody freaked out in the world, I mean, like really got weird, uh, my neighbor was one of them and he used to walk around the community all the time. Nice guy, great tennis player, but he got weird, real weird. And he would, and it was always almost like somebody planned it. I would go outside the same time he was walking around the bend because you couldn't see him. And he would pop up out of nowhere, boo. And he one day just talked my ear off about this heifer thing. He would not let me leave the conversation until I went onto YouTube. Is that right? Heifer? Yeah, heifer is correct. Yeah, Yeah, heifer. It's a cow, it's an unblemished cow. And when this cow is born, it is the sign of the end of times. Mm -hmm. A heifer is a female cow. Okay, and and so they were, and, and then it also goes into one of the three holy uh, mosques or whatever uh-huh. it is yep. over there, which has now been, I think, destroyed. So, like, or, or finished. There's the one third that, temple needs to be finished. The I third temple the needs third. to be finished. Right, like chop chop, guys, heifers coming. 
So this heifer was, I think, just born. <laughs> well, the, it has been born and it's been protected. So I guess it was born within the last year. Yeah. And then once it happened, they they went into hiding, essentially. Uh-oh. Can you imagine if all this craziness in the world right now is like they're in these back meetings like the heifer's born. We got to go kill oh people. Oh, God. All because of the cow. All because of a freaking cow. All because of the cow. Right. Uh, what about this superstition? Trimming nails at night. What? That's a superstition? Never heard of that one. Apparently... It's bad luck to trim your finger or toenails after dark. Ooh. Maybe that's what's wrong with my life. Oh, <laughs> you always of- trim it. No, what? Rachel always trims it. When else are you going to trim? Right, nobody does it in the morning. No. Right? At least according to superstitions in Turkey, India, and South Korea, one Japanese superstition even claims you will have a premature death. Ooh. If you're, you're getting into this, aren't you? Yeah. Because <laughs> you've been talking what, about that lately. Like, I'm in the window of 46 to 56. I got to stay alive. But you be trimming them nails at night. Right. Maybe that's better the key. Cut it out. Yeah. Better you cut it out. Trimming them nails. <laughs> you two are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Friday. You, so there, you get to pick and choose what superstitions you, you're into. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're or now is her. this like yesterday where I have to go, is this another Bailey rule that I need to write yeah, now? Yeah, Bigfoot or aliens. I have to be in all of them or none of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, absolutely. If you believe in one superstition, you have to believe in all superstitions. Just like the the Bigfoot conversation, yes. the footage of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. If you do not buy into that's Bigfoot, but yet you believe in all the UFO videos, you can't do that. You're a hypocrite. You have to believe in all or nothing mm-hmm. because none of them have proof. None of them are scientifically proven. So you either you can't argue something that's not scientifically proven unless you're going to argue all of them that aren't scientifically proven. Nope, don't have to do that. That doesn't make any sense. It makes we you, can make up our own rules. That actually makes you look I'm doing this for you. Because <laughs> you look stupid Absolutely if you if not. you argue something that that's not real, but then you argue something else that's not real that you say is real. Mm-hmm. I've got it in here. If you believe in ghosts, you have to believe in aliens and Bigfoot. It's all or nothing. Correct. Same goes for superstitions. Correct. Uh, and old, you have to wear dirty socks. Old Bay belongs on everything. Yep. You don't fry blue crabs or you get punched. <laughs> yep. And uh, tuna melts must, capital, must be cheap sliced American cheese top. Oh, baloney. Correct. These are Bailey's rules. Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure that I got the list right. We're going to do a book, aren't we? <laughs> How many you got so far? Uh, I think he's I got 10 or 15 of them now. Come on, how many you got so far? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's impressed that you wrote them all down. Do not give am, money. I really am. My, 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 my daughter and her friends do the same thing. I need their list. I need to get in their group chat to see what I'm missing. I should ask her to have her friends send you the notes. Uh-huh. So she, this girl McKenzie, would always take notes of things that I would say that you know that made him laugh or uh-huh. kind of ridic- kind of what he's doing to me. And she, one night I asked her, I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I write down things that you say. <laughs> and I was like, that's really sweet. That, I felt honored, you know? And I go, well, what are you ever written down? And there are all these semi-goofy things yes. that I've said, but very similar to the rules that I give you. Yeah, it's Bailey's rules. I also, I stopped my daughter I was when I was coming home from work. She was driving past me to go somewhere. And she was eating in the car. And I told her, so if you want to write this I one down. I got it right here. Locked and loaded, baby. You stopped her. I, I know I did. I stopped her. And, and, I, and I said, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm going to wherever. I was like, no, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm having breakfast. I said, you're not allowed to eat in the car until you turn 25. She's Why? 18. Because she doesn't have enough experience to drive her car at 18 and be distracted with an egg sandwich in her hand. 
So okay. by 25, you have enough experience in the car where you can multitask to an extent. So you can't. You guys make it. That makes some sense. It, does, it makes no sense. At 18, 19, I was driving with my thigh, eating, applying makeup, drinking juice, whatever. You can drive. You can drive. And how many accidents have you been in? Not many. Not many. <laughs> I've not been in one. How many? Give me one number. You haven't been in an accident because you only drive 10 miles an hour. That's why. That's another rule. Shouldn't go over 10. <laughs> I put the away. There's a slow lane for a reason. He's always in it. And people that drive fast, like over the speed limit, you're criminals. We're not I mean, criminals. literally, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. We are literally criminals. Well, we get caught. All right. You want some more of these? I do. Yes, please. All right. Because I got a Tuesday the 13th coming up, superstition, a whistling superstition, a sitting at the corner of the table superstition. Ooh. Oh, I haven't heard of these. Toasting with water, purse wall. Oh, there's some good ones. All right. Yeah. Again, you want to get in unless you got a superstition or if you're staying home today because it is Friday the 13th. Uh, I will not make fun of you. Nikki will. I but will. I will not. I sure will. 916, or if you're flying with me, if you got a 1215 flight to Vegas <laughs> and you'd like to sit next to me. Oh, that's another thing is if when I get nervous on a plane, I hit the person next to me's thigh. Oh, God. Yeah, but that'll be rage, right? Because she's going to be there with you, and you sit on the aisle. But I like to snow ski. So if there's somebody on each, like, on the other side of the aisle. You're going to reach across the aisle? I would. Oh, my God. I would. I totally would. I left a uh, a bruise on our buddy Nate's thigh one time. (laughs) Flying? Yeah, because I was hitting it so hard. Not on purpose, but, you know. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Working in this building is like going to a wrestling match when the entrance music hits. And the lights come up, but you don't know the wrestler coming through the curtain. <laughs> so our studio, our windows, you know, we've got windows in the studio that go out to the hall, then have a wall, and then have windows to the outside. But all the lights at the radio station are motion sensor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're here before anyone else. So when you, it's pitch black. Right. And then somebody sets off the motion sensor, and I sit here waiting in anticipation to see who's going to walk by like a wrestler. Yeah. Here he comes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bill came to work today. (laughs) And because of the remote working, you don't know who's going to show up. Nope. It's not like a normal work environment where it's the same people every day. Surprise. It's like they have a, a, a nurse schedule, like two on, one off, two on. So you're like, oh, Bill, Bill's here. I love Bill. Bill's a good dude. All right, more superstitions. It is Friday the 13th, hence why we're doing it. Have you heard of Tuesday the 13th? Have not. No. In Spain and Spanish-speaking countries, it's Tuesday the 13th that gets people all wound up. Uh, it comes from the Roman god of war, Mars. No, Martes. It's Martes. Tuesday in Spanish. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Forever tying the date of violence, death, and bloodshed. Ooh. Well, that's horrible. So if you move to Spain, Nikki... It's Tuesday the 13th. They'd think that you're crazy talking about Friday the 13th. They would, but I'll Am tell I understanding them I'm not that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whistling, the superstition of whistling. What about it? Whistling indoors, supposedly, well, it's rude, but whistling indoors supposedly leads to financial problems. This just in Russia. I oh. think there's more to it than just whistling in Russia yeah. that might lead to financial issues. In Norway, whistling at the sun supposedly causes rain. I was always told as a kid not to whistle in a house, but I can't remember why I was told not Probably to Probably because that. it's annoying. Yeah, well, yeah, it's rude. That and wearing a hat inside. Yeah, you can't wear a hat inside. But 
I had to learn how to whistle. Where else was I going to learn? I wasn't going to go sit outside. I thought we were supposed to whistle while, whistle while you work. No. No, whistle while you twerk. twerk. Walk. <laughs> whistle while Is it whistle twerk. while you walk? It's, it's whistle, whistle while, while you twerk. Work. Whistle while you work. I mean, the dwarves said whistle while you work. <laughs> okay. But they're, then, work, they're working outside. And then Lil John, I think, said whistle while you twerk. He did. Mm-hmm. Also, no elbows on the table. Now we're getting into manners. Th- yeah, those are just manners. Those are just manners. Sitting at the corner of the table is a superstition, according to... Do any of these derive from, like, America? These are all from other places that we've adopted. So why do we even have superstitions in this? I mean, we're a young country. We adopt stuff. Well, let's start something. I mean, we've had a... You know, we've had some minutes to come up with our own superstition. <laughs> we've had some minutes. <laughs> like, why don't we get on this? Let's start some culture here, people. <laughs> According to Hungarian and Russian superstitions, and surely others as well, sitting at the corner of the table is bad luck. I sit at the corner of the table all the time. It gives me more room. Bushki, bushki. You I must know. not sit there. Bring you bad luck. Nope, I have great luck. The unlucky diner will allegedly... Oh. <laughs> What does it say? Because you're looking at me. <laughs> if there were ever a superstition, even though she supposedly doesn't believe in any, if there's ever a superstition that holds true, it's this one. And I've never heard of this one. <laughs> what does it say? All right, let's just revisit so far this conversation. Mm-hmm. Bailey, uh-huh. sitting at the corner of a table is another superstition. Nikki, mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Because okay? it gives me more room. Bailey. The unlucky diner will allegedly never get married. Oh! Oh. (laughs) That's not a superstition. I just haven't gotten married yet. Someone will marry me someday. I don't know. Your tires are kicked. (laughs) You just watch. Uh, Well, how how much longer do I have to watch? I don't know. My eyes are getting watching. I tell you. When I started watching, I had 2020. <laughs> now them Coke now, bottle glasses. Now I got to wear glasses. So what's the next step? Oh my, it has been a long time since I've known you, hasn't it? Gosh. Yeah. Somebody's going to want to marry me. I know they will. I don't know when. Let's but. just put it this way. I didn't have nowhere near as many grays when I met you, <laughs> if any. <laughs> These are all things that have happened while waiting for you to get married. Waiting for me to get married. God. I'm not saying you have to, but I think that's on the on your list. Sounds like you can't. Superstition is that? That's stupid. Well, tell tell the Hungarians. I'm not going to stop sitting Russians. at the corner of the table. Why don't you try it? <laughs> Sit I mean, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, just what? I mean, it, it can't hurt, right? <laughs> right? Like just just this weekend, if you go out to dinner, just give it a shot. <laughs> what do you want me? And to see do? what happens. Like Sit in the middle. <laughs> this uh, this Tay Diggs waiter comes up to her and is like, "Hi." Like, mm. no way! Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. He's gonna be like, you have no idea, but you have to marry me now. <laughs> this guy I work with told me about this, but what a great icebreaker! Mm-hmm. I know, right? Right? What a great icebreaker! Uh, purse, wallet on the ground. Potential dirtiness aside, superstitions in some Central and South American countries. As well as the Philippines, say resting your purse or wallet on the ground will lead to bad financial luck. Yes. I've heard that my entire life. Because my always said that. Someone's going to steal it. There it is, right there. Duh. That's a dumb one. Let's yeah, write. that's like truth. All right. Like, yeah. Let's and ask. who's putting their wallet on the ground? No, purses. Your purses. Like my grandma used to always tell me that don't ever sit your purse on the ground. You'll be broke. I understand that. But like he's also saying wallets are included in that superstition. Who's setting their wallet down? I think they just covered all the bases. 
Superstitions in some Central and South American countries say giving your PIN number to other people with your ATM card will cause bad financial luck. Really? Toasting with water. I've heard that. Want to wish death upon someone? I hadn't heard that one. Toast them with water. Hold on. I toasted with water. Who are you wishing? Who are you wishing bad luck? I'm not choosing you. No, no, no. I'm going in the break. I got a lot of toasting. Oh my god, you're so ridiculous. Uh, hey, Nicky D. What? (laughs) You remember when you set your purse on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, you broke. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) I gotta go. (laughs) Hey, Nicky D. Those five people back in Atlanta. They did. They did. <laughs> Remember when you toasted with that water? <laughs> gotta go. Uncle Tubbs is dead. I gotta go. What <laughs> family you work for? Yeah. He killing people. He killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go validate this party. <laughs> you know all them people? They all did. They all did. They all did. Fifty people? I'm gonna fifty people? I'm gonna, people? I'm gonna call you back eighteen times because I got eighteen <laughs> stories yeah. to tell you. Mom gonna be busy today. Of course, mirrors and birds flying into your home. There's Argentinian werewolves. Those are the last ones. Those was good. They had 13 superstitions. Hence yeah. Right at 13. That's the given. So, anyway. Don't sit at the corner of the table if you're looking for a little D. Don't believe any of these mm. superstitions. They're not real. We just do me a solid? and sit, sit. Don't sit at the corner of the table. I just want to see if I I'm I am. I'm going to sit somewhere. I'm, I think I'm going to go out to dinner Saturday. So, mm. I'm going to purposefully sit in the middle. Okay. Watch. She's going to come back. Nelson's going to be there. He'll be able to tell you. I'll watch. I'll video. You sit at the corner of the table. I will. I don't need to get married again. (laughs) One was enough. Yeah, I was going to say the opposite of this is like some people need to sit at the corner of the table, right? (laughs) Always catch me at the corner. (laughs) Why is Nelson always at the corner? Big guy. No, just doesn't want to get married. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what pesky insect delayed a flight and why teacher is in hot water. Over Winnie the Pooh. All right, we'll get you your headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Nicky I wonder what's going to pop up on the plane next. H3. So we've recently heard about rats on a plane. We've heard about biohazards. Now we've got mosquito swarms on a plane. A plane heading from Mexico City was delayed two hours because out of nowhere, a swarm of mosquitoes was just all over the plane. So if you watch this video that they posted up on social media, they have spray out. The flight attendant is spraying actual bug spray in the cabin. People are swatting them. When they turn the lights off on the plane in the in the cabin area, that's when the mosquitoes went away at that point. Oh, yeah, and you see that the like you're in a close like close quarters, right? Yes. And she's going around with the off or bug spray or something, and that I mean, catch twenty two, right? Like, what what do you want? You want? It's a catch twenty twenty. Excuse me, sorry, catch twenty twenty. <laughs> what do you want? You want that smell of off and the aerosol all over the place, or you no. want the skiers? How did it get in? They said the area where the airport is is a vegetation and it's a lot of flood waters there, so the mosquitoes are just around. Mm, oh, gotcha. How'd they get them off? When they turned the lights off, they just kind of went away because mosquitoes are attracted to light. So that's why they were buzzing around the lights that was inside the cabin. Are they really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yep. I learned something new every day. Such an educational program. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Second story. <laughs> Parents are furious that their kids had to watch Winnie the Pooh, H4. 
So they were exposed 20 to 30 minutes to a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the that's the one? actual horror movie that came out this year, Winnie the Pooh, where <laughs> terrors are going and killing and all those things. These are nine-year-olds, mind you, in the fourth grade. And when the <laughs> teacher was asked why he showed these nine-year-olds this horrible movie that's not even rated, he said because it's a movie that they chose. That's funny. Well, sometimes you got to step in, don't you? You can't let nine-year-olds watch. So did he He knew it was a scary movie? He knew what it was, yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was giving But, it- of course, he said... It was an accident is what he's saying now. But his initial statement was the kids chose it, so he let them watch it. Yeah, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying. Like, it, I look, when I was eight years old flying back from seeing my brother who lived in Alaska with his father, follow me here, and we were uh, overnight, we had a layover, I think in San Francisco actually, and I was in the same hotel room as my, my mother and my first stepdad at the time, and I couldn't sleep. So she gets up and she's like, here, just watch cartoons. And she puts on, you know, turns the television on mm-hmm. and puts cartoons on. Do you want to guess what cartoon she put on? Beavis and Butthead? No. no I was eight. Beavis and Butthead wasn't even born yet. Oh. <laughs> trying to think of what's a scary cartoon. Not scary. Heavy metal. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow, thanks, Mom. I appreciate that. Now, if you don't know what heavy metal is, <laughs> it's a porn cartoon. Yeah. Like the first of its kind. The, yes. The pioneer of porn cartoons. Yeah, it was basically it literally heavy metal music and then mixed into a cartoon and just right. DNA. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. like, thanks, Joan. You know appreciate the, it. You know the same people who did that did the Transformers movie. Did they really? Uh, so if you go back and watch that cartoon movie from back in the day, it- if you set it next to heavy metal, you'll see. I was like, Cartoon Bush. Yeah. Cool. It is a good movie. <laughs> Cartoon Bush. Yeah. Yeah, from what I remember, it was good. I haven't seen it since. But. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got a couple pair of tickets for Daltrey, Scott Stapp. They will be here at the venue, Thunder Valley, beginning of 2024. That would be January 19th, to be exact. Uh, if you want those tickets, first pair, going to you right now. I need some players. We're going to do uh, a round of Game of Tones. Oh, yeah. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will. You can pick either me to play for you, Nikki D to play for you, or the sexy Kyle mm-hmm. to play for you, which he had a chance of a Tony Tone Tone, but he takes off. Okay. My kid comes in and actually almost wins it, but well, not for him. Yeah. All right. Need some players. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. First come, first serve. Line up. Daltrey Scott Stapp tickets up for grabs. The category this week is? Superstitions. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I'm glad we had prep beforehand. All right. Uh, need some players. Game of Tones here next. Hang on. Hey, welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There's Nelson and Kyle in the big room so we can do Game of Tones. Daltrey and Scott Stapp will be at the venue, Thunder Valley, at the beginning of 2024, January 19th. Those are the tickets. Uh, And we have another pair we'll give away in an hour with something called You Don't Know Daltrey, where Mr. Daltrey will participate himself. His voice Mm -hmm. will actually participate. Who uh, Did my son win last week? He did. He did. He did. But I believe believe there was a little bit of impropriety in that. Well, either way, he won. And only if you would have done what you said you were going to do, Kyle, because you had a Tony Tone Tone. You mm. could have been a Tony Tone Tone. I, I gave you the opportunity you to get a proxy, 
And you were like, GFY, I'm hauling ass, I'm going to Key West. That's exactly what I said. Oh, I, I mean, I did. No, no I, asked, I asked around, I asked around at ESPN 1320, and everybody went, get in what time? No. So, <laughs> well, we, that was it. I and I don't accepted. have any friends, and I don't have any wow, friends. So fair. I would have changed the time for you. Wow. We would have pre-recorded it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, why are you <laughs> lying to this man's face? <laughs> Jamie in Placerville, who are you taking for Game of Tones, Jamie? I'm taking you. Okay. Well, I take you to be my awfully Tony. wedded player. Player. All right, hang on. <laughs> uh, Nikki in Orangevale, who you got? Let me guess. Nikki. Yeah. Let's go. Makes sense. All right. Nikki for Nikki. And then we got uh, Crystal Meth, Valley Springs. You're getting Kyle, okay? You got it. All right, hang on. I want it to be clear. She chose Kyle. She had the option of, of <laughs> Bailey or Kyle, and she chose Kyle. Okay. I just want that to be clear. Okay, well, she was last. <laughs> I mean, I just go by one, two, three. All right, the category, Nelson? Superstition. Superstitions. Okay. You got everything. Noises, sounds, tones, songs, two I points, one for the artist. Excited. Yes. Gotcha. All right, here we go. Oh, buzzing sound. Sorry, Nikki. Fave. Uh, uh, Kyle is a man, and I'm a woo. Okay. Right, here we go. Here's your first tone. I'm not superstitious. Meh. Kyle. It's the office. That would be correct. Just yeah. a little stitious. Yeah. Damn. Well, he's, he's rested. <laughs> he's rested. He's rested. He's practiced in Key West. <laughs> well, I don't know how, but how about this tone? Faith. Oh, I will. Nikki D. That is a cat. That is a cat meowing. <laughs> yeah. uh, whoa. Is that what you're looking for? I am looking for a cat. Yes, I will accept cat. The Man, superstition is a black cat to not let a black cat cross your right. path. Yes. Okay. But I will not hold you to that. I will be. I'm being. Come on now. Come on now. Well, that's the superstition. That's the bit. That's the game. Cat. That's today. It's a Friday Thirteenth. Not just a cat. It's a black cat. Fair. When I adopted my cats, a black cat ran up to me at the adoption center and was like rubbing up against my legs. If I had brought that cat home, I'd be dead. Right. No. Like I definitely wouldn't be alive right now. No. Probably. Okay. Probably. Just want to make sure. They okay. I made a good choice. Night. Yes. And remember, all black cats matter. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about that? How about this time? Safe. That's. That is Bailey by a hair. Oh, my goodness. That is Bailey by a hair. That is Friday the 13th. And that would be correct. Premarital sex will get you killed. It will. Mm -hmm. (sighs) How about this? Your first opportunity for two points. Name for me this tone. Whoa. Bailey? That's Metallica. Okay, and can you tell me? Well, actually... Can you elaborate? Oh, oh, let me get this point back off of here then. Uh-oh. That's not the answer I'm looking for. Oh, let me get this point back. Kyle? Metallica with the SM Symphony? Mm, San not, Francisco Symphony? Uh, well, no. you, anybody can Whoa. get back in? Bailey? Metallica with the San Francisco Symphony. And there you go. Or now, orchestra, actually. Okay. Symphony Orchestra, I would have accepted either one. And the song? Um, That is Fade to Black. And that is incorrect. Mm. I can't hear it. I can't. You can get Faith. back in at any time, uh, Nikki D. Crash course. No. no. Just stop. Five more seconds. <laughs> We're going to get beat up on this. Faith. <laughs> Nikki D. Black. Oh, my God. That would be the no leaf clover. No As opposed leaf. to the four leaf clover. Get yes. beat up on it. We're going to get beat up on it. No. It's been a while since that one's been on the radio. You can't text Kyle. That's cheating. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, get off your phone, kid. Can't be texting that Get off cheating. your phone. 
I was trying to figure out where I got the S and M part. You worry about the S and M is the album. That's the album. You worry about that after the 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 thing. No phones. No phones. You got it. How about you tell me what this tone is? Whoa. That'd be Nikki D. That's a mirror breaking. And that would be correct. Ooh. I'm playing with a real one. Do you need to check them? <laughs> okay. How about this tone? If you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw. Man. Kyle. That Five. is No Country for Old Men. And that would be incorrect. <laughs> Faith. Nikki D. Silence of the Lambs. That'd be incorrect. I drink your milkshake. I drink Whoa. it up. Bailey. Boys in the yard. Oh. Yeah. And that would be There Will Be Blood. There will be blood. Mm. I'm sorry, Kyle. No points awarded to you. Know. There will okay. be blood. Nothing for I me. I don't know what that is. Nope. How about this? An opportunity for two points. Mac. Kyle. Superstition, Stevie Wonder. And that would be correct. I was waiting for that song. I was waiting for it, too, but I was thinking he was going to come out with There is super. No. The wrong person got that point. Oh and gosh. he got it correct in that it is superstition, not superstition. and not superstitious. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate that from you. How about this tone? Woo! Hey. Bailey. Knock on wood. Knocking on wood. Uh, <gasps> knock, knock, knocking on wood. Heavens, wood. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Oh, okay. God's got wood. <laughs> How about this tone? Hey. Nikki D. Come and knock on my door. Three company. And that would be Three's Company because Woo! good and bad things come in threes. threes. Wow. That's really Woo! strong. And we have a three-way tie right now. Whoa! We all have three points. Three, three, three. All right. I've been seeing this that's all freaky. week. Give me I've some salt. Did you say that's three I did not say that's three but I wish <laughs> I had. <laughs> wow. How about this tone? Be Whoa. Belly. That'd be Bailey. I've got nothing. Uh, uh, Darth Vader. And that'd be correct, Matt. Kyle. Elmer Fudd. And that would be Elmer Fudd. And what is Elmer Fudd doing? He's very, very quiet. He's hunting rabbits. Because a lucky rabbit's oh, foot. That's... I didn't even hear it. Yeah, that's stretch. Oh, okay. How about this tone for two points? Faith. And that would be, mm, that's Kyle by a oh hair. Salt shaker by the Yin Yang Twins. And that would be one point for you, but not correct. Faith. Nikki D. That is the Yin Yang Twins and Lil John and the East Side Boys. And that would be a split point. Oh, that would be a split what? point. Very good. Yes. I'm okay. with a real one. Whoa, that's, that be... that's little Ying. <laughs> that's the salt you were asking for. I almost gave it to you immediately. The, salt shaker. The Ding Dong Twins. The ding- I, I, don't, I can't <laughs> no. help there. How about this tone? Boo. Hey. Bailey. Those are horses. Yes, that would be. Because of a lucky horseshoe. Oh, there you go. How about this tone? It's a weird feeling. A cabin starts to shake, right? And, and the, the left side blows up, and then the whole plane just explodes. Hey. Nikki D. Final destination. And that would be correct. Yeah. Mm, let's very go. Good. That would be correct. Something. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Something. How about this tone for two points? There is a bomb showing photographs. Hey. Woo. Nikki D. Photograph. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> he was laughing through his woo. I will give it to you, Bailey, first. That is the Beach Boys. And that would be incorrect. Man. Kyle. The Beatles. And that would be the Beatles. And oh! Is it? Five. Yellow Submarine. And that's incorrect. 
fave. Whoa. Take it easy. That was the most unsure fave of all. That's a deflated fave. You would be. And that would be. Give me seconds. You last guess right here. You don't even give me my guess. Go ahead. What's your guess? Go. Yes. Three. Magic. That is. Don't. Three. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart. And that would not be correct. You would be looking for find a. Penny, pick it up, and all day long you have good luck. That's Penny Lane. Penny Lane. Yeah. Penny oh, Lane. Obviously. Could have given the movie. Yeah. Penny oh. Lane. Oh. It's all right, what's the score? Um, you have four, I have five, and Kyle has six. All right, go, go. How about this? Who is that? Man. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Kyle. That's Major League. And that is correct. Oh. Serrano That's coming in. Brown. Serrano about to be coming in and doing his voodoo hoodoo. How about this tone? Faith. Nikki D. Ooh, is that um, sweeping? That'd be incorrect. Whoa. And that would be Bailey by a hair. Rubbing your hands together. Uh, I will give you that. Your hands or palms are itchy, and you will be coming into money. Oh, mm. man. Coming now, that was money. good. How did you get that? I, I heard it this morning when Kyle was in the stall. <laughs> How about this tone for two points? Faith. I Nikki didn't even D. hear it. That is Rihanna Umbrella. And that would be Ma- one Ma- point, Ma- split a point. Whoa. Ma- Kyle. Rihanna and Jay-Z. And that would be a split oh, point. Rihanna and Jay-Z Umbrella. God, would you have taken Jay-Z and Rihanna? Because that's what I would have I said. I would have said, I would have taken that, <laughs> yes. I needed both of them. <laughs> Uh, you're lucky you got any, any at all because you moved on to the name of the song after you didn't give me enough artists. So. 60 no, seconds. I go. I can say the name of the song. How about this tone? Babe. That'd be Nikki D. I got you, babe. And that's incorrect. <laughs> it's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Oh, babe. Nikki D. Groundhog Day. And that would be Groundhog mm, Day. Wow. Mm. All right, 30 seconds. How about this tone for two points? Babe. Nikki D. That's Usher. And burn, and that would be correct. If your ears are burning, somebody's been talking about you. Uh, is it just in the R and B and hip hop world have Friday the Thirteenth songs? Yep. Outside of Metallica and Beatles, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of that. How about this one for two points, then? Babe, that'd be Bailey. That is, um, oh my, you son. Oh no, five four. That is the three. The, that is two. The Cure. Okay. Wow. And that is, um, that is, uh, that is a Friday Monday. And that would be uh, Nikki D's. Bad like, look. No. That would be correct. Friday. Woo. Bailey. Friday. And that would be Jesus. correct. <laughs> I'm trying to get the right day. And that would be correct. Right. Are we time. Storm? That's it. Okay. The time. That's it. The yeah. winner of Bailey has seven. I have nine. Cow has eight. Nikki D. Let's go. Uh, That's big time. Here we go. Nikki, hello. Big time. Oh, 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 oh. Nikki, congrats. Shut up. (laughs) Nikki, congratulations. You got tickets for Daughtry and Scott Stapp January 19th at the venue Thunder Valley. Congratulations, okay? Thank you. All right, hang on. You're welcome, Grom. All right. (laughs) Here we go. Know my superstitions. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. What was up your alley? You didn't know you're Rihanna and Jay-Z, though. Oh, I absolutely did. Mm. I didn't know you were being so technical. Wait, we've always been technical about all the artists on the song. <sighs> Jay-Z is the first person to sing on the song. Keep in mind, she got a point for Yin Yang Twins and Lil John And the East Side Boys. And I did not. You're right. Yeah. You know what? We don't need to keep that in mind. You know what? I'll give you that point. 
<laughs> oh, that'd be a tie. All right. Congratulations. Thanks, Kyle. On the point. <laughs> so uh, a little follow-up from yesterday. We had the mother of the missing kid from Aftershock on the program, and uh, we had booked her for 9 a.m. Literally minutes before she came on, we find out that he had been found. So a little follow-up in the last 24 hours, and I've talked to a few different people uh, about the situation, and this seems to be the ongoing thread for post-Aftershock. And again, being new to town and new to Aftershock, does this happen every year as far as pickpocketing goes? So we'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Yesterday we had the mother, Shannon Gendrock, on the program. She is uh, the mother of the kid that was missing since Aftershock this past weekend, and we were just trying to do our part I had Nikki D go on to the Aftershock Facebook page and say, if anybody could get a hold of her or mom, she was on there. <laughs> I was reading through your thread. There was like one dude who just, you know, still living in the past and hates on us for whatever reason. And I responded back to him last night. I was like, fuck you, Ash Jack. I go, it's one thing to hate on a radio show. Like, I get it. I've seen it. And nothing new is happening with any, any <laughs> trolls and stuff. But like, you. You've got to have class. It's like class when you heckle. You don't hate on a, a radio show, no matter how much you hate the radio show, when they're trying to do good for the community. Yeah, they're exactly. trying to find a missing person. He sounded like an idiot. He looked <laughs> like an idiot. You look, I don't even want you. I want, I want listeners with brains and, and couth. I don't even want you. Uh, anyway, so we had her on, and minutes before we had her on the program, we, uh, we find out that her son had reached out to her, which was great. You know, so all's good. But how quickly the internet turns, right? So now, like I told her yesterday, I said, now you got to explain where he was. Like, you started the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. People need closure. People need closure to the story. So I asked Nikki D. I said, hey, look, stay on this woman. Get her back on today. And uh, and, and let's talk to her. And, you know, see, see if she can give us some more information. Because everybody's got guesses and speculations. Now, this isn't life-changing story a life-changing story right right but it's an interesting story and it's more curiosity yes uh, i said you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with that because you went to the internet you asked the internet for help you went to news right. you came to us you went to the authorities you asked for help everybody provided the help that they could provide so now they're asking you to give them closure yeah. mm-hmm. she ghosted everybody yesterday she did I was on the phone with our friends from uh, ABC 10 yesterday, and they were trying to get a hold of her. Nobody can get a hold of her. So, like, okay, well, why? Right. Why why wouldn't you want to explain, you Mm -hmm. know, this kid needs to come out and say something, right? But the one big thing that's come out of this is that if everything is true and what he's saying, which is he was pickpocketed, which I heard was a thing. I don't know if it's a thing every year. At this festival, mm-hmm. been to a lot of rock festivals. It happens, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I've never heard of it being a, as big of a deal as it was this past weekend at a right. festival. Like You're that's saying all, this is the worst it's ever been past years at all. Like that, uh, that, that to me is surprising, right? I mean, you're going to send in the bad guys, right? They're going to be the cells, the sleeper mm-hmm. cells. They're going to go in. They've got one mission, and that is not to have a good time with their fellow brothers and sisters. They're going in there to steal cell phones and mm-hmm. whatnot. Supposedly, the story with this kid is his cell phone and his buddy's cell phone were both stolen. By and bo- the keys to their car. And the keys to their car. Mm-hmm. How you find the, the car, I don't know. They didn't. 
Yeah. <laughs> right, because it's not like there's... Right, they didn't find they it. Didn't they find they it. brought in a, a, key, a mm-hmm. locksmith. A locksmith, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like there was this one big parking lot where you could, where everybody was located at. People were parking in neighborhoods. They were shuttling over. There were some people that parked down away from Garden Highway. I mean, like, you know, it's not like walking out of an arena and just hitting the panic button until you hear the car going off. There's a, a litany of places it could have been. You know, I, got, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone that's actually been pickpocketed. You until actually, now, well, I've, until now, I've, yeah, our promo girl—they stole her phone, yeah, right out of promotions her director. Uh, yeah, but was she because she left it in an area? No, no, no. no. It was, she was on her back. She was wearing her little. She had like a little backpack instead of a purse, right? We and had the little clear while, ninety-eight rock bag. While she was wearing it, they took it out of the bag. So they unzipped it. From she said she walked from the right side of the stage to the left, and by the time she got to the left, they had taken it out of her bag, wow. opened it, taken her cell phone out, and. Gone. Well, and I had thought about that too because the only like late night show that I stayed to watch was Incubus, and I packed everything up and I had my backpack and I'm like going over in my head. I kept feeling like somebody was nudging me, but you know I don't have anything that's in an accessible pocket on the outsides. So what oh, you... my makeup was in there. Oh, hey, did you check? There's a big ma- big God. makeup ring in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's guys right now. I, I was on Marketplace last night. There's makeup all over the place, especially for dark skin complexion. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I stocked up five bucks. I got a box. <laughs> it all said property of Nikki D. <laughs> so so what do you do if somebody goes to pickpocket? I've never I've never caught anyone trying to do it. I was thinking about that yesterday. I was going. You know, I was at the gym and you know in my own head. I'm going because uh, I just got the phone. This nice one of the the people over at ABC Ten, and and we were talking about the pickpocketing thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I started to think I was working out. And I'm going, what would I do? You know, if you feel the bump, right? It's always the yeah. Bump. But would you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you know, okay. like if, if you, you know, yeah. No. Obviously, okay. you're not doing anything if you if you don't know. Uh-huh. But if you do know. You know what do you what do you do like you just I'm a, you turn around and confront them. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, but that's it though, right? You turn around and go. I think everybody says the same thing. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Or I'm or I'm turning around. I'm confronting you. I see my phone in your hand. I'm gonna snatch it. I might pop you upside the head. I don't know. I'm gonna be violent though. I remember mm-hmm. when somebody broke in my car. I stayed up all night long and sat in my window waiting for them because when they came, I was just gonna run outside and be crazy. When they did what? They stole what? When they came back, they kept stealing my stereo out of my car. This was before oh. cars were made how they were. Now I had the one you pop in and pop out. Yeah. And someone stole my, broke into my car two two times to steal it. The third time I sat and waited for them. That happened when Rach and I first started dating her. I was in this condo. Woke up the next morning and there was. Uh, they busted her window They busted out. her window. Oh. And, but they they didn't steal her stereo. I mean, she it wasn't worth anything. But they like they went through and they stole. I think like an iPad and stuff like that. And you know, one of my buddies was uh, a cop and he would patrol that area. So they came over and I was like, they're not going to be able to do anything. And they actually brushed the car, found the fingerprints, really? and got the kid. Yeah, they got like wow. within twenty four hours they were able to like, pop them. Said no one ever. Exactly. Right? I, I, I yeah. never know as to this second who no. stole my stuff. It's just gone. So I wonder how you know, I, I know just by reading on the Facebook that numerous people were pickpocketed. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame. And there's you know this is by the way, it is not the concert's fault. I'm not putting this on the concert. This is the bad people's fault. You know, you can't do anything. That's like something you can't. It's you not can't like control that. It's not like you're bringing something into the festival mm-hmm. that they can say, "Oh, well, no, you're not allowed in." You just have people that are looking to do bad things. So, out of the people that got pickpocketed, I'm wondering 
there had to have been a bad pickpocketer in the group. I'm wondering, right. like, I'm wondering how many people caught the pickpocketer and what they did. Ooh, oh, that would be a good story to hear. I have not seen anybody post that in that group yet. That, that's why I'm bringing it up because I had, you know, you see the beginning of it. You see, I lost this. I got this stolen. I got this stolen. I got this stolen. But you never see in that Facebook group. I caught the pickpocketer and I did this. Oh, I want to hear that story. Right? I wish we could get a professional pickpocketer in here and see how easy it is to pickpocket. You know what I mean? Like a, a bad guy turned good. Well, you got to you got to do the bump, right? It's the right. it's the it's a, and if you're in a if you're in a a, a sea of people where it's, it's crowded, where, it's where it's crowded and people are bumping bumped. into you, it's got to be pretty easy. Well, God, I mean, but not even a bump. It depends on what they're stealing because you've seen that uh, that clip of David Blaine taking the the watch off of George W. Bush's hand, haven't you? Yeah, but he's not real. Oh. Who's not real? David Blaine's not real. It's all an illusion. He's not even a real person. No, he's a real person. I'm just saying. Do you think Bush was in on it? Yeah, I do. Another Bush conspiracy. But really good pickpocketers can take stuff like that. The watches and if you're, your earrings off your uh, ear and stuff you don't even see. If you're going to use an example, uh-huh. use an example of Matt Damon in Ocean's Eleven. He was a good pickpocketer. I mean, yeah. that was his gimmick. Yeah, but that's totally And so not was Danny real. Ocean. Yeah, because Danny Danny, Danny reverse pickpocketed. Yep, and then he pickpocketed him back from the. Well, he didn't pick. He took it from the table. Well, if we're gonna do that, then we just do that magician movie that's got like uh, the kid from the Social Network, oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, and um, I'm a sucker for that series. Woody of Harrelson. Yeah, and With the cards uh, and Morgan Freeman and Morgan oh, yeah. Freeman. Yeah, yeah. I like that movie. I know some out. I wish I could remember what the hell it's, it's like called. Five words. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. No, no, that's, no, that's, that's uh, Tom Hanks. DiCaprio. That's but it's but it's, a, Hanks, yes. but it's the same amount of words. Yes, it's like it's like look if you can or something like that. Now you see me. Something. Now, now you see me. Is that what it is? I think it is. Now you see me. That's a good one. Oh, magic, Morgan Freeman. It'll come up. I bet you YouTube how to be a good pickpocketer. You could find it. It is now you see me. Yeah. Oh, I just told you that. Well, yeah, we just said that. I mean, but we didn't know for sure. And I said it. We were very no. <laughs> so I said told it. no. I told you, and he said, "Yeah, now you see me." Like we were agreeing with it. I think you yeah. just pickpocketed and my he's brain. Yelling at us. And he's yelling because <sighs> we said you were right. Right. And he's clapping and now loud. he's happy that he's right, even though we he just said he was right. Told him he was right. I think, oh, I think you just pickpocketed my brain. It's, that's oh. not difficult. Oh. No, it's wide not open. That for the neophyte, very easy, very very easy. Uh-huh. All right, third round of headlines, then more Daughtry tickets. We'll do a uh, game called You Don't Know Daughtry, where Mr. Daughtry himself will participate. So uh, what do you got, Nikki? I'm going to give you the latest on the actor strike and why wanting to strip got a girl arrested. All right, there you go. Two big stories from today. Getting you learned with your third round of headlines here next. Hang on. Here we go. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530. Good air. That is best service. That is best price. That is guaranteed. Good guys, heating and air. Go ahead. Hollywood has suspended negotiations, so now what? H5. We have just learned talks between the major Hollywood studios and SAG-AFTRA have been suspended. The reason why they're suspended is because they're basically getting nowhere with these negotiations. Um, Hollywood is saying that the nego- they were negotiating with good faith, and uh, the last proposal that the actors sent over to them was actually lower than the initial amounts and things that they were requesting when this strike first started. So they're pretty much at a standstill, and as of right now, they're suspending it, which means the actors aren't going back to work anytime soon. Yeah, oh. so why I was under the impression that during the strike, there would be no promotion or no new releases of movies. 
And that also includes commercials, right? Because you can get, mm-hmm. I don't know, SAG after, you can get that if you if you do commercials, right? I thought that was all under the same This umbrella. is getting so confusing to me. Right, you know, so, <laughs> so I don't confused. I don't, I don't know the, the, the entire world of that stuff, but the reason I bring that up is, like, there's uh, there's been new movies that have been released, and I've seen on social media that at least the trailers released, which would be promotion of the movie. Maybe mm-hmm. it's they... The actors can't personally do it. Like, there's a movie coming out here called The Iron Claw that I'm very interested in as a wrestling fan with Zac Efron about the Von Erich family. And then they just released the trailer the other day. It looks great. Yeah, but he can't do pub. Yeah, the actors are the ones who can't do any publicity. They can't go on any tours to promote it. But the movies, if they were already done before the strike, they can come out. The trailers can be released. So what about doing new commercials? I see new commercials all the time. Yeah, you know? but do you know that they're new? You know what I mean? Like, when were they put in the can? I don't know. I mean, I I, I saw that new one with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, who's become the commercial whore of television. Right, but good I for w- him, by the way. I wonder if he's got a SAG after card. You know what I mean? So like, he's probably exempt from that. Th- that's the things I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't see, know Scooby Doo mystery. I, yeah, I was under the impression that there was nothing. You could see nothing, nothing new until they figured it out. But maybe that's not the case. No, I knew it wasn't nothing new because a lot of a lot of uh, companies knew a strike was on the horizon, so they hurried up and got projects in before. And late nights back, and not that I, I've watched any since they've been back, but I'm like, who are they having on, and what are they talking about? Like usually the the actors will come on, mm-hmm. right, pro bono to to promote their promote upcoming whatever they have going on, right? Like who are they who are they talking to? Maybe regular people. Maybe we can get on one of these right. shows now. <laughs> like yeah. that, I mean, that's where you would go. You know, like a, a Kimmel, who's a you know a radio guy. Fallon's a smart guy. You just bring on just people from the audience. Just do stand up. <laughs> Talk to them. Talk to us. Yeah, tell us something interesting about. It. See if you can find the uh, the mother with the missing kid because uh, she's not returning our calls at all. See if you can get some answers from her. All right, second story. Police put an all call out for a woman that sounded like this. H six. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Right away. A woman in Indiana stole a car. No news story. Yeah, this news. Oh, well, there's not a news story about this. No, (laughs) but this is a good story. So I still want to talk about it. So an Indiana woman was arrested because she went to a dealership to tell them that she needed to test drive a Kia. But while they were dealing with her and doing the paperwork, the phone kept ringing in the dealership. So the sales guy kept walking back and forth. Well, one of the last calls he got in the dealership, he walks away and she drives off in the car. When the police go to arrest her, she said she had to get to an audition 60 miles away because she wanted to be a stripper. And she she didn't think there was anything wrong with it. No, she didn't think anything was wrong with her taking the car because she said she returned it. I I know. It's a gray area. It is a really gray area, right? (laughs) Because sometimes dealership will give you an overnight. Sometimes they'll do it for a week. Oh, yeah, I don't have Certain that kind of credit. Certain people they do this for. They don't do this for everybody. They don't just give you a car and say, keep it for a week. You're saying they're not going to give a Kia to Cinnamon for the weekend? No, they are not. Oh. Uh, what if her name's named after the car? Like, her- what if she went to a Mercedes dealership and she was... <laughs> Mercedes. Mercedes. Probably still Living the gimmick. <laughs> so here's... I got something to say about Kia real quick. Mm-hmm. Kia has this commercial that airs. And it's uh, a couple, a young couple... And they're out in their Kia, like a four by four type of car, sport SUV thing. And a bald eagle comes and snatches the girl's cell phone that's taking a picture. And then they cut to the Kia to show how great it is off-roading. And the Kia follows this bald eagle 
all the way to the bald eagle's nest. The lady climbs up the rocks, finds her phone in the bald eagle's nest. Did no one in the the, the brainstorming room realize that it's illegal to go into a bald eagle's nest? Yeah, like oh, I didn't know it was right. illegal. Like why would why would you pick a bald eagle? Like you know, nobody said anything about it. Could be going, a hawk. Could have done a peregrine falcon or I, whatever. Yeah, I hate to be that guy, but. And of all the birds you could have chosen, you chose our bird. Right. You know, with so many rules. And what she's is, climbing up, getting up in the bald eagle's nest. But is it illegal to go in there to take an egg but not get your phone? I think it's no. illegal to come, like, you, tamper with the, it, the nest in any way. It is, a, it, it is illegal to go in and disturb. I think that's the term because I looked it up. Disturb a bald eagle's nest. Well, if he takes my phone, I'm going in there and get it. <laughs> and that's just that on that. Like nobody in that brainstorming room goes, right. maybe we shouldn't use maybe it. Maybe not an eagle. <laughs> Ma- maybe it was an escaped parrot and went oh back to the God. cage yes. in the apartment. That's like I, I think it would be okay if the door was open and she just walked into an apartment. Yes. You can't go to a bald eagle's nest. I should have partnered up with Toucan Sam. You know what I like? I like when an artist who's been around for a minute like Daltrey puts out a, a new song like that, which you just heard artificial, and it's good. Yes. You know, so a lot of times these artists fall into the sophomore slump, the junior slump or what have you, uh, and it's tough to get back to the original stuff, like what everybody fell in love with. So I like to see that. He's a great guy. You saw him perform at Aftershock this past weekend. He's a great performer. Uh, He's overcome a lot in this business because remember where he came from, Mm -hmm. American Idol in the rock world that was not accepted at the time. But he had a lot of guys uh, in the industry go to bat for him, which helped soften the blow. And he was uh, at the uh, Odyssey Studios on Monday. He was doing uh, something for for the company, which was very nice, very sweet. So I was able to grab him and come into the studio. I said, hey, look, I got an idea. I got some extra tickets for your show when you come back with Scott Stapp. Uh, You'll be, you know, I have to tell him, you'll be back here January 19th uh, at the venue at Thunder Valley. Can Can you do some stuff for me? And he was so accommodating. He was absolutely, I'll do whatever you need. So that's how we come to You Don't Know Daltrey. So welcome to You Don't Know Daltrey here on the BS, where we have two players. We've got Brooke in Roseville. How are you, Brooke? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And we got Philip in Sacramento. Philip, how are you? How's it going, guys? Good, good, good. Good. All right. Here's how the game plays, Brooke and Philip. Uh, we will play the audio of the question that I asked, Mr. Daltrey. We'll give you multiple choice. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If not, that point automatically goes to your competition. Okay? Does everyone understand? Very simple. Now, Nikki D has not seen the answers. She has no clue what the response will be, even with the answers. I promise you that. (laughs) But to include include her in the segment, she can help you if you want her help. (laughs) All right. So, with that being said, Brooke, you are up first. Here is the first question I asked Mr. Daughtry. You don't know Daughtry. Give me a one. What was the last coupon you used? I love asking celebrities that question. What was the last coupon, coupon, coupon you used? A, Bed Bath & Beyond, but it was expired. B, did he answer Kohl's, but the Kohl's cash was for a different week? Or C, Walmart, because he never forgets his roots? Or D, they are too much of a pain in the ass to use? A, B, C, or D, Brooke? Um, well, I'm going to go with D because he's a dude and dudes don't usually do coupons unless they got a lady right there telling them, but we can save $5. Yeah, I agree. So, 
He probably doesn't use coupons. You've never dated me, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have apps for coupons. All right, so we want to go with D. They're too much of a pain in the ass to use, correct? Yes. Right, let's find out. A2. I can't even remember because they're too much of a pain in the ass for me to deal with. <laughs> so I never even use them. There we go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's right. Philip. Here we go. Your turn, Philip. Next question. All right. Do you know Daughtry? B1. Ranch or blue cheese? Very simple. It's a very important question to ask people. Ranch or blue cheese? Is his answer A, ranch, B, blue cheese, or C, neither? His trainer, he's in fantastic shape, won't allow it. What was his mm. answer? Oh, man. Um I don't know. It's it's hard because you know a lot of people don't like the taste of blue cheese, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with blue cheese. I'm gonna go with ranch, Philip, just because that's my favorite. So I think it's Daughtry's favorite too. All right, what do you got, Philip? What do you want to go with? Let's go with ranch. All right, going with Nikki oh. D's answer, ranch. Let's find out. B two ranch. Ah! Does there have to be a reason? <laughs> I like them both, but ranch. Yeah, I told you everybody likes ranch. Everybody does. I'm a blue cheese guy, so I would have gone blue cheese. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. There you go. Nicely done. One apiece. Next question. Back to you, Brooke. Here we go. C1. What's the easiest age of kid's life to parent? What's Infant, the- toddler, teen, etc. All right. What's the easiest age of a child to parent? Is it A, infant, because all they do is lay there? B, toddler, because they don't know how to back talk yet? C, teen, because you can really connect with them over music? Or D, adult, because, well, they're adults. He's got a couple kids. Five. Five. Five kids. Five times. Five, All right. Five times, five times, five times, kids. <laughs> a, B, a, B, C, or D, Brooke? Um, I'm going to go with A. Infants, I was thinking the same thing. They're the easiest to deal with when you have to parent. Because if they're grown, you're not really parenting them still. So, yeah, I would go with infants. All right. We're going with A, correct, Brooke? Yes. All right, let's find out. C2. Adults. <laughs> because they're adults. <laughs> adults because they're adults. <laughs> Philip, that point goes to you, sir, and the board is yours. Next question. Okay. we got plenty of time here. D1. What's a nickname you've been given? What's a nickname Daltrey's been given? What is a nickname you've been given? A- Thin Diesel, B, Cold Stone Steve Austin, C, Juice Willis, or D, The Croc? Dang. Wow. He looks like all of those people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philip. Um, the Croc? He looks like The Rock? Kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah, that's what I would go with. The Croc? Yeah. Yes. The Croc. So it would be Chris Daltrey, C, in front of Rock for Croc. Croc, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right, so we're going with D, the Croc. Let's find out, D2. Vin Diesel. (laughs) And why? Uh, It's it's just a play on Vin Diesel. There we go. Vin Diesel, that point goes to you, Brick. Did you mean to put Cold Stone Steve Austin Mm -hmm. versus Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, because, well, one is Vin Diesel. Yeah. One's Juice Willis, like Bruce Willis, the Croc, and just, then just asking, like the ice cream place. I, no, I got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, that kind of hurt my brain when I put it together too. I was like, "That's right, right, right." No, no, it's not right. 
All right, two apiece. Back to you, Brooke. Do you know Daughtry? Next question that I asked him. Here we go. Uh, E1. What's your guilty pleasure to watch on TV? What's your guilty pleasure to watch on TV? Is it A, America's Got Talent, B, Law & Order SVU, C, The Kardashians, or D, Harley Quinn Animated Series? Oh. Oh. Um. Mm. None of them jump out at me like that. Totally sounds like what a rocker dude would watch. Um, at all, I would just. That's a guilty guess, pleasure. That's why. I think I guess it's either between D or the Kardashians. It's going to be something you don't expect him to say. Well, I'm going to go then with D, the Harley Quinn animated series, because I really don't want it to be the Kardashians. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. We're going with D, Harley Quinn animated series. Let's find out what Daltrey had to say. E2. Harley Quinn animated series. Whoa. Good job, bro. Yeah. All right. Philip, 3-2. You're down one. The board is yours. Next question, F1. Best holiday of the year? Boom. Best holiday of the year. A, Cinco de Mayo. Any excuse for a margarita? Well, it's a good one. B, Halloween because he loves dressing up. Or C, Thanksgiving. It's the one day he can stuff his face. Or finally, D, Christmas. Decorating the tree with his kids. Well, he does have a lot of kids. Um, Yeah, that's a hard one. I'm between uh, Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, me too, because he's real like darkish and rockerish, so they like yeah. Halloween, I would think. But then you got a lot of kids, so you like Christmas too. I'm gonna go with Halloween just because it's my one of my faves. Yeah, me too. All Let's right, go, Nikki D. Halloween is what we're going with. That would be B. Let's find out. F two. Halloween. Let's I go. Love nice. up. Boom. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> You guys are good at this, actually. Yeah. Surprised me. I, mean, I thought it was going to be harder, so I got to turn my paper over. I got some more here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Brooke, <laughs> next one is yours. I thought we'd be done. Uh, here's the next one. G1. What's your favorite thing to dress up for for Halloween? All right. There we go. What's your favorite thing to dress up for? If Halloween's his favorite, what is his favorite thing to dress up for for Halloween? Is it A, vampire, B, pro wrestler, C, Batman, or D, a Toy Story character? Oh, uh, I think a wrestler. Yeah, that's where I was leaning to. Yeah, I'm going to go with pro wrestler. Pro wrestler. That Cold Stone Steve Austin Mm -hmm. wrestler. (laughs) All right, we're going with B, pro wrestler. Let's find out G2. Uh, It it depends. I do have a lot of Batman masks in my house, so just throw one of those on and we're gold. Batman. I wouldn't have guessed that. Philip, you get that. (laughs) And the board is yours, and we're coming down to the last few questions here. All right, next one for Phil, H1. One has to go forever, pizza or tacos? Which one do you want forever? Which one has has to go forever, pizza or tacos? Which one? Is it A, pizza, B, tacos, or even C, throw them both out and bring on the sushi? Mm. Uh, I think he might say tacos. Most people love pizza. Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, all right, let's go, Nikki D. Tacos. Tacos. Pizza or tacos? What would you take, pizza or tacos? I'd throw out the tacos. Throw out the tacos? Yeah. Oof. I'd throw out the pizza. Throw out the pizza. Nelson? Uh, I got to go tacos, man. I got to keep tacos, throw out pizza. Yeah, my wife would. Yep. Ta- she could live on tacos every day of the week. All right. Yes. We're going with tacos. Let's find out H2. 
pizza because cheeseburgers wasn't uh-huh. an option. Uh, That's actually correct, though, because what he said was, which one are you going to eat forever? So the way the question okay. was worded, he did keep pizza. He kept pizza. He so kept he got pizza. The point. Yes. Woo-hoo! Okay. So Philip got that point. Yes, that's a point for Philip. Okay, so Philip got that point. So you got five. Brooks got three, and yeah, that was a tricky wording of that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, back to you, Brooke. Right, we got three left here. Yes. We got five to three. Yeah, it could work out. All right, here we go. You got to crush all these and like hope Philip gets them wrong. Next one, I won. What's the last thing you said no to? What's the last thing Daughtry said no to? A, a random shot from a stranger. B, sex with his wife. He was too tired and sweaty from performing. C, taking over for Steven Tyler as the front man for Aerosmith. D, greasy fried food. A, B, C, or D? Oh, sheesh. This could be anything except the wife one. I thought she was going to swear. What's the Um, last thing he said no to? uh, Taking over the band, maybe. Taking over for Steven Um. Tyler. Actually, well, I could be. I mean, because that would make sense. That would be a fit. But my first instinct was to say a shot from a random stranger because he oh, just yeah. finished Aftershock. So okay. I'm going to go with a. the shot. Okay. Going with A. Let's find out. Uh, I, too. Random person offering me shots last night. At Aftershock? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what kind of shots they were? I have no idea. But take one, man. Come on, man. All right, so here's where we're at. Philip, you get this correct, you win. If not, Brooke's back in the game, and she's got control. Uh, Your question, you don't know Daltrey, J1. What's a movie that makes you cry? What's a movie that makes Daltrey cry? Would that be A, The Godfather, B, The Departed, C, The Crow, or D, Jackass 3D? I don't really know any of those movies. Wow. Well, I know them all. Um, well, which one is sad? Which one's the saddest? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say maybe The Crow. All right, I'm gonna um, go with you. With, I don't with, know what any of those movies the are. The most depressing. <laughs> the, okay, so The Crow, and that's your final answer. Locking that in. Yes, sir. All right, if you get this right, you win the tickets. And Brooke will be very, very sad this weekend. All right, let's find out. J two. <laughs> I just recently cried watching The Crow. Why did you cry? Uh, I think it was a combination of the story hit harder as now that I'm an adult, but also just Brandon Lee's grave recently. So, you know, kind of all came back. Crying at The Crow right there. All right, Phil, congratulations, my friend. You got tickets to see Daltrey and Stapp. Uh, January 19th, the venue, Thunder Valley. Brooke, I'm sorry. You played a good Aww. game, though. Oh, that's that's okay. Um, you know, I have to say, Nelson, you used to be my favorite, but I feel like you were advocating for Phil, so now you're totally not. Wait, which one Whoa. do you think is Nelson? I don't know that I advocated for anybody. You're Nelson. <laughs> you're Nelson. You're Nelson. Oh, because of the pizza thing. Yeah. yeah. I, listen, what I am is a fair judge, okay? And that's all. It was worded weird. It was. And I got to tell you, Brooke, I would have given you the point, so I hope... I'm your new favorite. Well, you know what? <laughs> I blame. I'm at the show, Phil. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brooke, try us back next week. We'll have yeah, plenty of stuff. We'll you. make sure you play. Philip, you hang on. Don't go anywhere. You cost me a fan. Thank you. Yeah. You're only one. You cost me a fan. <laughs> I didn't like the question. I, I actually, truth be told, is I told him to throw it out. Because we did have, I think, 11 questions, and I added one. And I added one because I didn't like that question. And I had a meeting with him, and I said, you know, make sure you throw that out because it's not going to be fair. <laughs> People aren't going to understand it. It was worded really wonky. People I didn't, like didn't understand it. that. Okay. And he said, no, we're, we're doing it. And, uh, I mean, he's got these new powers that have been bestowed upon him. <laughs> okay. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I got to do what you do. That's what I've been told. <laughs>
truth will come out of your mouth. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you lie, you steal. What you been stealing? Hmm. That's my true story of the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only one you got. Yeah. Everything else has been a lie. <laughs> All three plus hours up until now. I usually wait till about 9.15 to tell the truth. Oh, okay. is that what it is? Yeah, that's the new segment. 9.15, Bailey tells the truth. <laughs> he has to drink his truth serum first. Right. 916-909-0985. Uh, give us a minute here. Hang on. Getting ready for a uh, weekend. Heading to Vegas here in a little bit. You know what? I, you know, the, through from Sacramento, like you can take Delta, but they only have a couple flights. So I think most people take Southwest because mm-hmm. they have a flight like every hour. Yep, they're out of here. Which they're is up and out. Which is great, you know. And I used to fly Southwest all the time. I was never a fan of how they board. Nope. Where, where the the you know you just you buy a ticket and then you just get there and you hope that you sit with the person that you're with. So they get you to uh, do that early bird check in, mm-hmm. which is an extra uh, forty dollars. Twenty dollars per, per yeah forty coming going mm-hmm. there coming back so all together so it'd be eighty for me and my wife yep but here's the here's the thing is that it's it's not like you get it they do it by zones A B C and D right mm-hmm. it's not like you're getting A one or A two I don't know who gets those it's always the last of A yeah it's in a, it's either the middle or the end I did that this last trip that I took there because I just cannot stand being in the back of the plane. And the first time on my way going, I was kind of in the middle A's, but then coming back, I was all the way at the end. Yeah, that's where I think I'm at, at the end of the A's. But it will still guarantee you not sitting <laughs> mm-hmm. at the back of the plane. I like that's sitting That's the, the back only of thing the... it gives you. Yeah, I can't do the back of the plane. I do not. <clears throat> the end of the A's. So hopefully on this, you know, we're talking about superstitions with being Friday the 13th, everything will be just fine. It will. I'm not nervous. I love to fly. I believe you. Your trip to Vegas is going to be way better than mine. Uh, well, yeah, you had <laughs> for a thousand reasons. I mean, let's be honest. The only thing, God forbid, something like you know, we don't want to go there, but it's really tough to top Nikki D's trip to Vegas. <laughs> yes, that what like you couldn't even script it that bad. Nope. Like your flight. Why was your flight delayed because of weather? Because it was raining in Vegas and we couldn't land. It was raining in Vegas. Yep. So because it was raining Which is kind in Vegas, of odd. yes, and desert. that's what they kept saying. It was odd. They don't get rain often. We could not take off from here. That's like the story of our lives, right? Exactly. Ever since we moved here, everything is odd. Mm-hmm. You know, weather's not normally mm-hmm. like this. Very odd since you've gotten here. Ever since, and then when you get there, your friends were mad at you because they couldn't check into the room for a couple hours because you were late. It was in my name. Yeah, in Vegas is really easy to kill time. They could have gone to the casino and. They want us to go in the room and lay down or whatever they want to. I don't know. So Rachel asked me, she goes, are, are you dressed and ready to go out tonight? And I was going to. I was mm-hmm. going to come to work in my you know, going out outfit. And I was like, nah, you know what? I'm not. I'll probably spill something on it. You know, so taking just a little bag. I was like, nah, I'm going to, I'll dress when we get in the room. She's like, okay, good, because I want to get dressed there. Well, obviously, it's going to take her a lot longer. She's a lady. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she goes, is that okay that if it takes me some time? It, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say it to her, but. I love that gap, like mm-hmm. when, and it's just a Vegas thing. Like when you're with your 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 woman, and she's taking, you know, the only time that you don't mind her taking the time, and then you go downstairs to the casino by yourself. <laughs> oh, because she's getting dressed. And, and the good thing about that, it's not because I'm not with her, but it puts a governor on when you're done. Yep. So she comes down because we've got to be at the venue tonight for Shine Down and Papa Roach by six fifteen. Mm-hmm. So when she comes down, up or down, I got to go. Right. So hopefully you're up and you leave feeling good, even if it's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she's going to say you got to get out of here. I'm G O go. Yeah, you got to go. Dino Mike, we haven't heard from you in a while. How are you? Hello there. 
What was that? You, well, you got a little accent now, Dynamite? Well, what was that? Star Wars. Oh. Oh. Missed miss that one. Where have you been, dude? We got worried about you. Uh, the phone was broken. No, the old phone, you know, wasn't working at all. Like your cell phone or the, the home House phone? phone? House phone. Both, both phones. Both. That's odd. Another odd thing. Really? Uh, what, what, was it the service or was it the actual phone? Mm, the actual phone. Your mom broke your phone or yeah. you broke it? No, no. It was just the electronic stuff inside of it. You wouldn't understand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I don't. It's a lot of the guts. Mom snatched it and smashed it. You got to go in there. All right, we were actually going to, you know, call the authorities and go to your house. We were afraid your mom starved you to death. (laughs) No, no, I'm fine. Okay, well, 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 thanks for checking in. You got anything else for us? I'm going to let you go. You got a big weekend. Uh, probably just going to chill and watch TV again. Yeah. Did you meet any more girls there at the the college? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was did you did you use the pickup line that I told you to use? No, I mean I I've been very busy with homework and stuff. Do you remember the pickup line? Uh, no. Are you from Ireland? Why? Because my penis is Dublin. It cracked him up. Yeah, you gotta use that. <laughs> Ladies love that, dude. Yeah. That sounds like one way to get a girl to slap you in the face. No, she's not going to slap you in the face. She's, she definitely will. She's going to fall for you. Oh it works God. on every single woman. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, but isn't it partly about the delivery? It is it is about the delivery. And Dino Mike can deliver. You can deliver that, right? It's probably going to work on a hooker or something. Whoa. You hooker? Always There's hookers at your school? Well, we went. How do we get there? <laughs> say the most out-of-pocket stuff. We went from college to pickup lines to picking up hookers. What? <laughs> what? Right. No, I'm just saying that. No, I know what you're saying. A, yeah, I'm sure. It well, work yeah. on a hooker. Any line would work on a hooker. Sure. Mike, that's why they're hookers. Money, man. Yeah, money. It's You pay them. say $40. Yeah. It works. All right. Well, when you go back to school, give that a shot and let us know how it goes. I'm glad your phone's got working, okay? Thank you very much. All right, buddy. Give me a roar. Oh, that was big. Dinosaur Mike. Dinosaur Mike. All right. Uh, Fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you why a stunt devil is suing and why female frogs don't want to mate. What did I say wrong? When did you hear that? No, it was she was struggling through the sense. (laughs) She was like, why? Because I oh, can't that's not read what, my writing. Oh, and a stunt what? What did you say was a stunt? A stunt devil. Isn't that what they call them? You keep calling devil? You're saying devil, right? Like with a pitchfork? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, no, that's... Stunt devils. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Why? It's a catch-2020. But is that wrong? No. What do you guys call them? I don't know what you're talking about. Like people that do stunts and mm. things in movies, on shows. Daredevils, you're thinking of. Or stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's why I was asking. I was confirmed, but I was just going to oh let her believe gosh. it. It's a catch 20. They call them stunt devils, too. No, no, not one person. No, not one person. Not they. There's not no they in this. It's either. St- <laughs> you know, I you're wrote, pointing the finger. I wrote it down. You're pointing the finger. You need to be pointing the thumb. You yeah. know what okay. I mean? Just point right back at you. It's either stunt double. Uh huh. Right? Right. Or daredevil. Yeah, daredevil is a guy who does high risk things for excitement and prizes. Or double devil, double devil, <laughs> double devil. A double devil. I got a story to tell you about a double devil. 
I've with a horned toad. Stunt devils. Okay. Yeah. Well, you learn. Well, you always been. Learning. I'm always you, learning things here. You more than most people. Definitely <laughs> learning something new every day. <laughs> All right, your fourth and final round of headlines here next. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. All right, here we go for the final round of headlines. Getting learned. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Go ahead. Now that an injured stuntman has recovered, he's suing. H7. Something went wrong, and Goodwin was allegedly crushed by the pair of exploding cars before falling to the ground. He's posturing with a neuro injury. Is this the stunt devil you speak of? This is the stuntman that I speak of. He was on America's Got Talent Extreme. And you may remember seeing this story in the news. He was a guy that was crushed between those two swinging cars. They they crushed him and then he fell down and he fell on his neck. He is now in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. He's still recovering from his injuries, but he's in good enough condition now that he's up, kind of moving, talking better and things like that. And he is now suing um, because of his injuries. Yeah, they, they actually filmed that at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I think I want to say that guy came back. Like, I want to say he was on a season or two prior. Oh, yeah, he had been on several seasons. Oh, did he? Uh-huh. Wasn't he the one that screwed up the arrow, too? He, like, screwed up another stunt. It was, was another one he had a close call on. I'm not sure which stunt it was, but then he came back on extreme. And the reason he's suing is because he said every stunt that he did, they were making them be more and more, like, careless and dangerous. Well, I mean, that's how you win, of course. They, yeah. I'm sure they. there's no way that a show like that doesn't have you sign your life away mm-hmm. when you go on there. There's not going to be a thing that dude, that dude's going to be able to do. You know? Never know. I mean, he chose to go on there. He, he did. Chose and to, he went multiple times, like you said. Yeah, and he chose to do these these crazy stunts. And he did them even off of this show. Like, that's what he's known for, being a, a stuntman. Not anymore. Well, no, not now anymore, because he can't he's, walk he's for the rest double, of his life. He's a double devil stunt, stunt d- d- devil. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not saying it anymore. Stunt devil. He's a stunt devil. <laughs> This poor girl. It's like I you grew up in some. Life. It's like you grew up in some. What is it called when you have a the different universe? Like we're living the in multiverse? a multiverse. Oh no! Here, no, uh, uh, you know they say we're in a whatever. That's what she grew up in. That the Matrix. No, it's there's a term for it. I thought Nelson would know. <laughs> it's like alternate down. reality. I don't. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, that's what she grew up in. Everything that we talk about, she has some different word for it that no one's ever heard. <laughs> It's the Should oddest I make thing. this stuff up myself my then, whole life? But yeah. she's so passionate about what right. she she's like, it makes you think that you're wrong. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Like, are we going to talk about Earth? What's that? Earth? No, Earth. Earth. That's how it's... <laughs> okay. It's like you're a walking Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Go ahead. Excellent. Females of all species sometimes just don't want to be bothered. H H-A. Female frogs enter a state of tonic immobility, appearing lifeless with stiffly extended limbs. This macabre performance dissuades male advances. The Royal Society did a recent study, and I'm not really sure why they chose this particular study, but I just found it extremely interesting. A lot of female uh, frogs find different ways to get out of mating. And one of the things that the frogs do is they play dead. So the, she'll extend her arms, look stiff as a board, so that when the men try to come mate with her, she's like, uh-uh, not doing it. Yeah. What are you laughing for now, Nelson? I'm just, I'm laughing at, like. It sounds like one of his dates. Yeah, like, 
That's I think a, I've been frogged. Yeah, you've Probably been frogged. Have. Yeah. That's what you can start calling it. Uh-huh. Frogging me. Walk into the bedroom and, oh, she's sleeping. Oh, dang it. Her legs are out and it's all weird looking. <laughs> I'm getting frogged to death. She might she's be not dead. breathing. She's not breathing. <laughs> playing she's dead. She wants to be bothered. She wants to be bundied. It's weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> that makes her laugh. <laughs> weird stuff. That, right. that and devil dogs. <laughs> devil, double devil dogs. They're devils. Devil dunst. Devil dogs. I'm just gonna call them stuck men from now. Safe. Well, yeah. that, well, that's a term. I mean, yeah. you feel free. <laughs> and then during the break, she's like, "No, I'm gonna find it." Oh, she was clicking over there. I mean, she was. Like, I don't know why you just don't take the the universe's word for it. It was like I can't always take the universe's word because sometimes I feel crazy when y'all do that to me. Double stunt devil somewhere on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to the dark web. <laughs> Maybe it's an urban dictionary. Look up urban dictionary. It's got to be. I'm going to tell these white people it's not in their culture. That's my out. Oh, my God. He's going to die. Right? That's not in your culture. That's why you don't know it. My people call stunt double dog devils. And if you don't like it, you know what? You are racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Anything on the text machine? I know we got a few to read off here. 916-909-0985. Roll some credits and get out for a weekend. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle, as always, for helping us out. Got out of here for a weekend, catching a flight, heading to Vegas, going to see Papa Roach and Shinedown and Spirit Box, do some gambling, get my Jones in for my Mississippi stud, and hope everything goes well for a Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, not going to be one of those, what was it, 17 to 21 million Americans <laughs> that fear Friday the 13th? Nope. Go out and live your life. Not going to be a statistic, Nikki D. Don't. You know the maximum number of times that Friday the 13th can occur in any given year? You know the number? Six. Nope. Three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three. Dang. Everything happens in threes. But it could be as little as one. Guaranteed. At least once a year. This is the second Friday the 13th in 2023. <laughs> the first one was in uh, January. Uh, before we get to the text machine, quickly want to remind you that when we get back on Monday, so uh, the station's got a new contest, a, ca- uh, a money contest. Mm-hmm. Cash, can't say nope. cash, but money contest. Mm-hmm. $500. Gatuses. Duckies. 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 Duckets. Cheddars. Mm-hmm. Benjamins. Yep. And it's going to happen like twice a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, like literally you just have to listen for a song. And when you hear the song, you'd be caller, what, 18? Mm-hmm. 18. You call this is what I'm going to ask you. One, listen to win, right? Because everybody could use $500. But two, if you do win, be excited. Yes. Because, like, don't be that person that is not excited because what they do is they take your audio and they, they record and they put in these promos and they have it mm-hmm. go through the rest of the day. And then, you know, just be excited. And if you're rich, lie. Act like you're poor. Right. If, if you don't need the $500, but yet you say, pretend like you do need the yeah. $500, please. All right, text machine. Hi, gang. Regarding the missing friends from Aftershock, I think Baby Boy is full of baloney. Sounds like they had themselves a nice trip, uh, if you know what I mean, a mm. mushroom omelet. Thanks anyways, <laughs> Lisa G. Yeah, there's 
I don't. I don't think I believe the entire story. That's immediately where I kind of where my mind right. went. Right. Just you think. Well, I've more been twenty four. I've been twenty four. I've gone out of town. I've partied with buddies. You went to a music festival. I'm not saying it negatively, but just you're not going to call mom if you're having a bit of a bender. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was a bender type of guy. I definitely think he got caught up in something. Uh, that's why I asked her. I was like, does he normally check in? She was like, well, this is his first big festival. Mm-hmm. So that kind of surprised me. Anyway, anything else? Uh, everyone's looking for a handout. When we were kids, we played with way more dangerous things than wands. Shows how pathetic this new generation actually is. Get them. Get them. gracious. That was too harsh. Get them. All right. Uh, the yeah. alternate reality you guys were talking about is called a parallel universe. No, it's called a, a simulation. Simulation. Oh, a simulation. That you're living in a simulation. Yeah, oh, that's okay, that's gotcha. the term. All right, Nikki, what do you got? Uh, we're going to be out at Boot Barn tomorrow in Elk Grove from 2 to 4 p.m. So come out if you want to see me and Nelson or if you want to get some new boots and you can get 20% off. Is this a grand opening? It's yeah, well, a grand they, opening in a new location. Yeah, they got a brand new location and they got a ton of cool deals on clothing, boots, not just boots out there. They want you to kind of come out and see the whole new look and, and obviously save some big money. You want to talk about we're giving away $500, you know, it's it's about saving money right now with inflation as high as it is. And Boot Barn's making that real easy to do that this weekend. Yeah, and you got that country music festival, perfect opportunity uh-huh. to get stuff a nice little outfit. Yeah, and then you head on out to, to Golden Sky. So, yeah, my, uh, my daughter loves boot barn right and we've been to the other location and walking into boot barn is the equivalent of checking out at sam's club it is an awesome smell that smell uh-huh. and when you when you're leaving sam's club you walk by the tires yep love it's like the big fat black marker smell mm-hmm. your, your nose is just addicted to it and it's brand new now you got anything else in that's all no that's what just come out and check out uh, boot barn and nikki all right uh mickey's up next enjoy look now you're going to be doing some drinking this weekend. I understand. I get it. If you've had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. If all goes well, we'll talk to you Monday at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.